Calling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I dot com. So is this safe? It's a trapeze. Relax. More people are killed by knife-wielding strangers than from trapezing. I'm thinking about going home now. Honey, are you okay? I'm fine. But I look so sad. Oh. oh, no, not today. What's wrong? Nothing. No, your mom's just uh, feeling emotional. She was like this last month, and the month before, and the month before. What? I could kill someone. No, I can't hear you. The stupid phone gets no reception in this stupid house. Dear God, no. I heard rumors. Yeah, we all had. That females living or working in close quarters could eventually get on the same cycle. But I always assumed that was a story designed to keep women out of the submarine corps. This isn't milk. What's wrong with me today? My brain's not working right. No. I can't focus. Three legs? It's not fair. I know. It's so sad. Oh my God, they're gonna ruin everything. No, 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 we, we just need to be extra sensitive. Phil, honey, when do we need to leave? Whenever's good for you, sweetie, maybe 20 minutes? 20! Whenever you're ready. It happened. Satan's trifecta. The day I most dreaded had fallen on the day I most loved. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day. Somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. He's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were gonna be secure and we were gonna be free. Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. You serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago. Uh, I've started. <laughs> so. Well, all right then. Welcome everyone to episode 186 I think. of the Are You Serious podcast. Well. I'm gonna have some root beer. It's, uh, it's uh, what is today? Wednesday. It's Wednesday, the uh, something or other seventh of March. It's the year is 1987. Yeah. What? It's not. the year 1987. Sure, why not? Okay, it's a what? <laughs> so in the get your cassettes. Uh, I'm tired. I guess so. Uh, so we were just sort of when you hit record, started to yeah, fuck it. We, we watched enough the, YouTube uh, shit. Yeah, I know. 
a little bit about the new iPad that came out. Um, some interesting stuff in the announcement today. Okay. I mean, just some software stuff I thought was interesting. Like? Um, well, they a lot of the iOS, the, uh, the mobile operating system stuff, um, they've got some new software. They updated... Um, like the the iLife stuff and some of the iWork stuff. So okay. like iMovie is updated um, for both the phone and the iPad. Huh. Uh, they came out with iPhoto for oh. the, uh, the phone and the iPad. So I so, should update my phone. Though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a new uh, okay. a new update for yeah. the phone for the phone software, and then those. Um, I think the iPhoto apps like five bucks. So, and oh, some, really? Yeah, editing and stuff. So. Oh, I don't need to um, do that. Um, what else? So, But the iPad, I think that we are just talking about, you know, does it matter? I think that it is – I think folks who got the first iPad, right. it's going to be more of a jump for them. Yeah. You know, yeah it doesn't form, seem like a big step to go from two to this one. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, the retina display is great. The yeah. processor is a little faster. The camera is a little bit better, that kind of thing. No Siri. Um, I was very surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. No, I'm not surprised at all because Siri sort of relies on connectivity. Yeah. So, but you can do that. You yeah, can buy your plan. You can buy your plan, or you know, be around when there's when there's Wi-Fi, and as right. long as you know that. So, yep. um, I don't know. I I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. So, I, I wasn't going to buy one anyway. So. So I also think that Siri on an iPad is like the stuff that you would do with it. I think you know, send a text message or right. you know. Stuff that you need your hands free for. Remind me to do this. I think okay. that, you know, if you're sitting there doing some work on your iPad, yeah. then it's just as easy to it do that. It would be useful Whereas, for Siri, find me uh, Parks and Recreations on Netflix. Yeah. But I don't think it's integrated with Netflix, though. So, um well, it could open the program, I would imagine. Open the app. I don't I see don't why know. it couldn't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how, how that shit Siri. works. So, but, um, I mean, on the phone, I think it makes sense, you know, ha- having hands-free and voice activation. thing. It does have a dictation thing, though. Yeah, so, I saw that. And, you know, you can dictate stuff. So, yeah. so um, I, I think it's it's less of a jump for someone with an iPad 2 to go to the new iPad. Yeah. Um, but I think that folks who bought the first one two years ago right. will – We'll yeah, upgrade and new it, folks. It will get doesn't it. They, seem like a fundamental enough of a change. So, no, like, the form like, factor is the same. In fact, it's just ever so slightly thicker than the previous one because yeah, yeah. they had to make you know. I think they had to make the battery a bit bigger. I think that's what it was to account for the Retina display. Oh, okay. And I heard the the the, the different chips inside the thing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, 4G. Yeah, so, so the they cellular had to fit that in there. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, other than that, I was not impressed. Yeah, I mean, I was. I not, was more not that it's not a fascinating piece of machinery. But oh it's, no, it's it, they're know. they're very cool. So, but but um, no, it didn't make me go. Oh, now I need one. Yeah. So so, but it is still you know it's you know <laughs> it's the tablet now. Yeah, but Apple's doing what Sony used to do back in the day with Walkmans and. Uh, boom boxes and shit where it's like oh okay here's a tape player okay now it has auto reverse okay yeah. now it has continuous play yeah. okay now it's got you know this and that. Oh, man i remember Just, my first auto reverse tape uh, player yeah. oh my god it was yeah 
You didn't amazing. know batteries drained that fast. I know. <laughs> but it was it was just like, oh my god, I wasted all that time flipping, flipping tape. Cassettes. My Fuck god, that shit. <laughs> god damn it! Now with the push of a button, you can hear every song. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, but that's what um, Sony used to do. I remember reading a long time ago. I don't know if it was like Lee Iacocca was talking about um, how the how Sony did business compared to how we did business. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it, it used to be America would try to hit the big home run or the grand slam with the initial product launch. Yeah, and Sony would be like, "Okay, here you go." Yeah. And okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's and they would hit bit. singles every time. But you hit a single, you hit four you of them. Going, you yeah. get you start scoring, and it's the only baseball metaphor I'll use. Yeah. So, so but, but it makes um, sense. Yeah. So I think it'll um it'll it'll do well. I mean, it will. It's, it's, I like the fact that it's high def. I didn't know that the yeah. two wasn't. No, it, no, the the two didn't have doesn't have written. That display. that doesn't make any sense to me at all. But anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and they came out with a new Apple TV that, um, you know, the little black box that yeah. now supports 1080p. So that took long enough. Yeah. Huh. So those are some of the big. So things. no, no real huge nothing, things. Nothing major, major. No, I mean, no surprise. Here's the iPhone five. No, because now because that'll be in the fall. Yeah. So, or in the, or they'll announce in the summer and it'll be available. I don't know. Yeah. So, but I I wasn't expecting that in today's announcement. Yeah. Some people were expecting that the uh, they would have like the Apple Television, but that's what's the point of that? I don't exactly. I don't think that it needs. No, like to seriously, be what what would I, people I don't want know. out of that? I don't know. Let's integrate the little Apple TV thing into a full scale television, which I think is ridiculous. It's you know. However, good you idea. know when when Microsoft said we're going to start making consoles, everybody laughed at them. Yeah, and then Sony said, "Oh fuck." Yeah, <laughs> you know. But really, and, and really, the consoles are pretty much the only thing Microsoft is going for it these days. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't work with PCs really at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever have to touch one. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> Actually, no. the The computers that run all of our soundtracks at work, they're all PCs, yeah. but it's all touchscreen, yeah. interactive menu stuff. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway, so my daughter's been in Maine for the last three days. Yeah, she run across any clowns? No, I don't shit know. Like I, haven't, I haven't talked to her. Oh, she, go to Maine, lose cell phone connectivity. They, well, they can't bring their phones. Well, really, they can't bring their phones. No computers. They can bring a camera. Huh. They're totally cut off. Wow. I mean, the teachers have computers and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they're no communication, no uh-huh. iPods. So huh. uh, we'll see her Friday. We'll go up and there's like a little parent type of workshop type of thing, and then we'll uh, we'll bring her back. That's good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her. I miss her. The baby. Oh my god, he is so funny. Yeah. It's like he's got this weird internal clock that he knows when she's supposed to be coming home from school because uh, he'll go to the front door and be like, Livia! <laughs> Screaming her name. In huh. the morning, he'll go to the stairs, like up to her room, yeah, and call her looking for her. Uh, so Lily's been really good about getting up a little bit earlier and going in and saying good morning to him so that he is – Oh, to distract him just, from – Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he is – he's he's missing her. Huh? So I miss her. Little, 
bitch. You say that now. No, I know. No, I. I this I time next I week. I know. Can you believe, can't believe what she did now? <laughs> but um, no, I, I, I miss her. So. Yeah, but she's. Uh, it's good for her. It's good for her to go and yeah. and. Well, she yeah. fought for it. So yeah, most definitely. So, so that's good stuff. So I look forward to seeing her on Friday. Yeah. Hey, did we talk about the Oscars last week? Um, I don't think we really did. I don't. You know, it let was, me tell you how much I don't care. I just. I, it was my worst. I think you know what I think we. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we talked, talked a little, little bit the, because the competition the kids did it, part. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, but I've realized the more and more I'm on Facebook and Twitter and basically online, I just I don't give a shit about a whole lot of movies anymore. It was you know I did there was probably the. The year that I've seen the least. Oh, yeah. So, just no time. Yeah. The new Avengers trailer actually has me really interested. Looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. So, we have that uh, on our on our fantasy uh, movie league there. It's the, uh, what do you think John Carter's going to make this weekend? Oh, did you put in your bid yet? No. No, did you? I did. I think I know. Well, then it then, then doesn't matter. I think... I think I'm going to go like 36 and a half. Really? Yeah. The reviews are great, but I know a lot of people Our look at it. reviews are great. Nobody's reviewing this great. I've seen we're, I've seen, we're seen good reviews. Well, it was more like blurbs from critics. Oh, my God, because everything I've read is that this is going to be a colossal disappointment. Oh, of course it will. And, and Disney no, knows it will be. Yeah, it is just nobody... Nobody has any faith in this movie. No, none. No, because it was from the old douchebag that was at Disney that that just oh, like man. it was like and, a passion and project. And I feel bad because it's a Pixar guy who's directing it. It looks great. The design work is really, really good. The CG is like true to the books. And but you know what? Like my son, who to like this movie should appeal to my son. He's almost ten. This movie, she should look as a ten-year-old. Yeah. He should look at this and go. Oh fuck! We need to go. Yeah, but they're right? not—they're not marketing it in a good way. They're not. And but he looked at it <clears> and went, um, "Yeah, this is kind of this is Avatar." <laughs> really? That's what he saw when he saw the trailer. He goes, "Yeah, I saw Avatar already." That's sad. So yeah, but <laughs> I was listening it to predates one. everything. Well, doesn't matter, you know. It looks a lot like the Geonosis arena fight i think they should have backed down off of that stuff yeah but the way they're marketing it like this the the story uh, i'm sorry like the, the the ads now are saying um you know before there was star wars before there was Avatar. Yeah. you know there was this and yes fine the story is like is is older yeah but but it says but like this inspired all of them. I don't think John Carter inspired much of Star Wars. No, if John Carter inspired Flash Gordon, it inspired Star Wars. It didn't I actually, Flash Gordon. I actually watched I mean, the, that ad and because I, I saw it, and I'm like, and I and I crossed my arms and I thought, hmm. okay, yeah, I'll allow that. I, I can see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's going to do well. Would you would you put in? Because that's what I'm gonna. That's what I've been thinking about putting in. I'm not I gonna put, change. I put twenty seven five. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I've seen yeah. I've seen projections anywhere from like twenty two to yeah. thirty three. Hmm. I'm 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 taking IMAX into consideration. 
Because it's going 3D and all the IMAX yeah. ones, so Lorax a, seventy million dollars. That's so why I'm. Good. That's also why I'm going a little higher because Lorax. I didn't think anybody was really going to be that interested in. And then, holy is, shit! Yeah, that surprised me. <clears throat> My Hollywood Stock Exchange did okay with that one. Yeah. So, meh. I'm almost breaking the ten thousand place. Place really ten. 10,000 what? 10,000. I'm at 10,000. I'm at 10,200. Wow. Let me see where I am. I, I've been playing this fucking game for 15 years. You know has that? it been that long? I've been playing that long. Wow. And I, have, I, I don't – I look at it like every now and again. Yeah. I finally broke 160 million, which what, I was, What's your rank? <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's see. How much do you have? You have two. What's that? One sixty-six. Yeah, yeah. I, for the life of me, for for like nine months, I couldn't break one hundred and sixty. Really? Yeah. I'm at two. How do I find I myself like on here? Go back. You go back Is to it, your portfolio, and then click on your rank number, and it should bring you to. Like oh, where I'm twelve thousand four hundred and seventy-six. What I was thinking of doing is after I break ten thousandth, yeah, I was going to go back and start again. You know, I was thinking of doing that too, because it's just kind of fun to do. Have have two going at the same yeah. time wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to break ten thousand for the rank, and then then I'll be happy. Yeah. So, but I haven't I haven't touched. Even I was on I was on there the other day, and I'm like, and I didn't even do anything. I was just like, yeah, I look at right, it, and I'm like, good. yeah, yeah, the stuff I was got coming out is fine. I'm, I I think on the next Batman movie, I've my percentage gain is like 800 percent. oh my god i have some crazy like if this was the real stock market i would be a fucking wizard <laughs> with some of the shit i have in here um hold on a second here world war z i have fifty six thousand oh, yeah. shares and i and it's gone up 1029 yeah. <laughs> percent i have some red I have a lot of red. Wow. But all that red, if you look at it, it's all like, uh, it's all unscheduled stuff or oh, things okay. two or In three years from now. Yeah. So like I bought that for like, a, oh, I bought, oh wait, what is that one? Oh, that's Transformers 4. Yeah, that's 2014. This thing, my, my whole list goes yeah. pretty far. But I did pick up, I picked up the John Carter of Mars call for 35 million. Oh God, I haven't done <clears throat> derivatives in... Oh, it's a, a quick time. it's a quick way for me to kind of get a little bit of cash and, yeah. bow, and and add to my totals yeah. for the stuff. And I took the uh, the call for Silent House because it's five million. Oh, that'll make more than five million. Yeah, the ads make me think fifteen twenty. So I mean, my Hobbit stock I got twenty six million in the Hobbit, which wow. isn't too bad because I bought it like I was at. We were at Lowe's and I bought stock for The Hobbit. <laughs> I bought that shit a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, me too. Mine was mine is up over a thousand percent. My, um, like it's crazy. I bought stock in a movie called Alien Five, which then changed to Prometheus. Nice. How much did that make? I bought it for forty nine, and it's at one seventy four. So it's worth eight million now. Mm-hmm. Avengers, I paid like two hundred something for, <laughs> but it's the. It's the small ones that like you just hold on to, um, and you hope. 
Now, do you have any star bonds? Do you hold on to any actors? Um, I have one or two. I have uh, Charlito Copley from uh, District 9. Okay. And who's that? Katrina Bowden. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, she's uh, Siri in uh, on 30 Rock. Oh, okay. She was oh, in, she was in yeah, some movie, sorry. and I and I thought, yeah. oh, okay. Well, if she's starting to do movies, I um. Oh, she, was she in? I forget what she. I was think in. I have I have Johnny Depp, and I have and I've had for a long time Cole Hauser. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Because <laughs> I oh, have to. She was in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which was really funny, and that's when I that's when I picked up the uh, the bond for her. So yeah, well, enough of that boring well, she's crap. Not, so. She's really good in Tucker and Dale. She's like totally opposite of her Siri character. All right, so you want to start with the best headline of the week? Sure. Okay, don't look. Okay. I'm going to read it out loud I can't to see you. that far. Oh, okay. Porn producer fights for constitutional right to film women eating poop. <laughs> I'll let that sink in for a second. You really shouldn't say sink in for this story. And you know what, though? He's got every right to do it. The women want it. The women are cool with it. Right. He wants to do it. Doesn't. Who cares? The criminal proceedings against a porn producer behind such films as... Okay, Reverend Scott, you ready? Japanese doggy three-way, gangbang horse <laughs> pony sex game, Mako's first time scat, and Hollywood scat amateurs number seven... You know, you know what though? I think that I think that the first six, okay, yeah, I I, I thought the first six, you know, that that told there, there was a story arc there. And well, I the thing that, about the Hollywood Scat Amateur series is it's like Star Trek. All the odd number ones suck. Well, yeah, but the even number <laughs> ones are good. Yeah, it's a little uneven. Even and, and it's weird because part four even had a little comedy in it. <laughs> We're going to Chipotle. (laughs) Uh, They have ended a mistrial after jurors couldn't decide whether or not some of his titles violated obscenity laws. It's just like, look, we can't look at the evidence. Fuck. (laughs) The producer in question, Ira Isaacs, claims that his right to sell videos of women copulating with dogs and getting pooped on is protected by a little something called the Constitution. Isaacs has built a career making extreme fetish and bestiality films, and consequently, he spent a great deal of time justifying the existence of those films as constitutionally protected art, rather than useless for society obscenity. Legally, something violates obscenity laws if it is patently offensive and lacks serious political, scientific, or artistic value. I think a scientific question is how much poop people <laughs> That is a, that's a good question. I don't want to conduct the the survey or the any have know, anything though, to do like, with the research. Once it processes through her body, what does it come out as? Mm, whole carrots. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it just sort of go back? <laughs> Isaacs has built a career making extreme fetish and bestiality. Oh, I read that right. Artistic value. During the trial, Isaacs argued that he was an artist. That's in quotes, artist. Who simply creates art that makes people uncomfortable. And uncomfortable they were last week. The jurors, one of whom was wearing a Christmas sweater, set a gog. <laughs> a gog. There's that's, a word you don't see often. That's 
awesome. During a courtroom screening of two of Isaac's films, Japanese Doggy Three-Way, wherein a woman has sex with two dogs for 90 minutes. <laughs> and Hollywood Scat Amateur 7, wherein a woman smears herself with and eats what appears to be poop. It's actually a mixture of chocolate and peanut butter with an agent in it to make it taste bitter so the actress makes faces as though it tastes bad. See, now that just ruins it for me. It, I can't watch that anymore. I, I, could, I couldn't watch it to start with. That's bullshit. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, it's chocolate and peanut it's butter. chocolate and peanut butter. The, the, <laughs> Your chocolate got on my <laughs> It's a Reese's commercial. Your poop got on my prostitute. <laughs> the jury couldn't unanimously declare that Isaac's films violated obscenity laws, and so a retrial has been scheduled for late April. Where an entirely new set of horrified jurors will be treated to fake poop eating and dog screwing and debating whether or not Jefferson et al. wanted future Americans to be able to watch films about women that are referred to as toilets. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, knowing that the poop is fake, rock on, dude. Do it. The dog one? I'm not so sure. The dog went for 90 minutes? Two dogs. <laughs> there's a lesson there, folks. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. there's a lesson. Isn't, isn't, isn't bestiality like still pretty much illegal? I wonder if it's animal abuse. That I don't know. I don't know. Dog's screwing her, right? But so. how is that? How is besti- why would bestiality... It's fucked up and weird. Well, but yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's all, it's all because of gay marriage, though, apparently, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Kirk yeah. Cameron can go fuck himself? <laughs> Kirk Cameron. We've, we've talked about you know Kirk what? Cameron I saw, before. I saw some For a I saw, long time we've been talking about somewhere him. is just like, you know what? Mike Seaver would hate Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Mike Seaver was, uh, for, the, for the first couple seasons, a non-believer. Yeah. And then he found... He found God. Oh. And here's the thing. You know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. You know what? He's got. Say what you want. Say what. You, That's fine. Say what you want. But you know what? He has the right to say whatever he wants. Exactly. And we have and the right. So to do say we. He's a fucking idiot. And yeah. I have no respect for him. I would actually. I would love to fight him, Stephen Baldwin, and who's that fucking asshole that hosts uh, Family Feud? Steve Harvey. What the fuck has he had to say? Oh, we covered him a while ago. He's talking about atheists and Ugh. they're all deep. Basically, anytime any religious person talks about atheists, then you can instantly tell they don't get it. Yeah. You know what, though? It's, and you know, I'm sure that we'll get into the whole Rush Limbaugh thing. Oh, I wasn't okay. going to. Okay. I, I want to because. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't because care. I didn't care. Because, you know what? I think. <laughs> I, Rush said this shit about that that woman who yeah. was talking about contraception, and you know what? Rush say whatever he wants to say, right? And you know what? I don't think that he should be forced to apologize. If Rush, no, says, he shouldn't be forced. He to. shouldn't be forced to. If he's genuinely yeah. sorry, okay, for, for 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 what he said, yeah. Then, but you know, fine. you know but that you know he's what? not because he said it, and I and listened you know to it. I have. Less respect for him for caving to sponsors. Oh, but and he's saying, claiming oh, he hasn't. 
Oh, which is bullshit. Yeah. Oh, he rethought what he said. Anybody, yeah. anybody who says shit like that yeah. and then recants has looked at their wallet and gone, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because I, I, he can say, say whatever he wants. He has a forum to say what he wants. Oh, and yeah. If he wants to be a fucking buffoon right. on syndicated radio, then that is his constitutional right. Yeah. And if sponsors want to pull, great. Right. Fine. And if people want to petition those sponsors and say, I Fantastic. don't really want to. All, it's all free speech. Yeah. Okay. He didn't threaten the girl. He made a, he made, he, he, he gave his opinion of, of this situation. And I think it's disgusting and terrible and small minded. See, I didn't see it as, you know? as an opinion because he, well, I think he was definitely trying to be insulting because of the way he was talking. He actually paused and thought about it. Yeah. But, and then said it. And, almost like, what is the word I can use that they won't bleep out that'll get the most attention for me? You know, yeah, so, slut. And the fact that, yeah, sponsors started pulling, you know that somebody in the office said, all right, you got to say something. He gives the, out the, this the, weak-ass you know, bullshit apology. They probably said, hey, remember Glenn Beck? Remember how he used to be on Fox? Remember yeah. what happened to his sponsors? He's got today off. So, <laughs> and every um, other day. But I think it's I think it's he's kind of a pussy for apologizing because he's no, not I can I can because see that. he's not sincere. It's it's not sincere. I would rather he stick to his guns and say, "You know what? I said what I said. Yeah. You don't like it? That's what You're I mean. You're all sluts. You're, you don't you don't you don't have to like it. Because if he wants to talk about sluts, he's the biggest whore there is. Oh, yeah. So I love how Imus came out and he tried to chastise him. It's like, dude, do you remember? Think back before you were mummified. Think back to what right. you said, dumbass. So, and but it, it kills me because it does come down to their wallets, and they're yeah. just like, oh, hey, I better apologize. And now I'm going to spin my apology into something that makes it look like this is how I feel. I have to admit though that bullshit. his apology wasn't. I'm sorry if anyone was offended. He actually, it was a. The way he worded it was more of a real apology than other stuff I've heard. It's still bullshit. As far so as I was impressed with and that have, fact. And I have, <laughs> I would have more respect for him mm. if he if he said, you know what, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I said it. I stand by what I say. Fuck you if you don't like it. Yeah, you know. And if the rest of the country wants to go, well, you know what? Turn the radio off. That's the nature of your business. Yeah. So, but it's free speech. Period. Yeah. Period. He he didn't threaten anybody. Nothing he said incited violence. Okay. No. So it just made people unhappy. Yeah. Well, too fucking bad. You know, the weather makes me unhappy. You don't hear me bitch about it. Not oh, this, wait a minute. Not, not, this, this, not this year. Not this year. Once, maybe. Right. So. Um. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, that's it's all I got on it's that. sure it, you know it, he can say whatever he wants, and that's the the best part is everybody can say whatever they want back. Yeah, and the only thing is it's it's you know what he can say he can say it, and and he's just got this opportunity to look like a jackass in front of more people yeah. than we do. Not, yeah, so fuck him, fat piece of somebody, shit. Somebody, no, nobody has to, but somebody will. Let's see what we got on the on the page here. Yeah, Kirk Cameron being a fucking idiot. Um, oh, this thing about employers wanting to see your Facebook stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck did, you. Did you read that? I saw I'm like, what the fuck? 
That's why I have two Facebook we, accounts. We want to we want to look in Facebook. You know what? Fuck, no, no, you're not going to look in. No. no, that's like, hey, can I read your diary? Yeah, no, I'm not. However, no, no, it's not even read your diary. It's not even read your diary. It's hey, can I come and hang out with you for a weekend? No, go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, that's true. You know, because that that's what it is. Like, you know what? This is my 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 personal life. Yeah. Okay. And if you're smart and you have your settings in Facebook such that the only ones who can see it are the people you've approved right. to look at your stuff, yeah. then it doesn't matter. Well, they want to make sure they're not hiring psychopaths. But th- and that, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. That's you do but you know checks If I people. want to snort coke off a hooker's ass every weekend, yeah. all just right? don't post pictures of it. Exactly. And if I want to post pictures of it, then I can post those pictures and only my coke-snorting <laughs> friends can see them. I'm not going to open up my life to you. Go fuck yourself. But that's that's the the other side of it is though anything you put online is technically public. There's no privacy oh, on the well, internet. The thing is, there there are like if if you are not logged into Facebook and you go to try to look at my shit, you, you don't see anything. No, but you know there's ways around that. Let me see if I can find. I don't even know when the fuck I put it in here. Oh, here it is. That was easy. Uh, government agencies, colleges demand applicants' Facebook passwords. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, let's see. It says, if you think privacy settings on your Facebook and Twitter accounts guarantee future employers or schools can't see your private posts, guess again. Employers and colleges find the treasure trove of personal information hiding behind password-protected accounts and privacy walls just too tempting, and some are demanding full access from job applicants and student-athletes. That's interesting. In Maryland, job seekers applying to the State Department of Corrections have been asked during interviews to log into their accounts and let interviewers watch while the potential employee clicks through wall posts, friends, photos, and anything else that might be found behind the privacy wall. I wouldn't do it. Well, then you wouldn't get the job. Okay. Previously, applicants were asked to surrender their username and password, but a complaint from the ACLU stopped that practice last year. While submitting to a Facebook review is voluntary, virtually all applicants agree to it out of a desire to score well in the interview, according to Maryland ACLU Legislative Director Melissa Cortez Goman. Why don't they just say, "Hey, you know what? We'd um, could you open up your 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 uh, could you log onto your bank account? We want to see your spending habits? <laughs> hey, credit checks to get jobs. Remember? Yeah, that yeah, that's fine. I don't I, mean, I don't think that that's even ne- for when depending on the job." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, If you're going to work for the state, I mean, any incriminating whatever photos could make the department look bad. So I can see trying to head that shit off. It's a knee-jerk reaction to a bigger bigger problem. Credit checks with certain jobs. No, I kind of moved it around. But the Facebook stuff, I absolutely fucking not. Yeah. No. You know what? If you're going, I, I know that when you go for certain federal jobs and, and stuff like that, they'll interview friends and family. Good. Go fucking do that. Go ahead and do that. But no, this is no. It says here, a recent revision to the handbook in the University of North Carolina is typical of this. Each team must identify at least one coach or administrator who is responsible for having access to and regularly monitoring the content of team members' social networking sites and postings, it reads. The athletics department is also also reserves the right to have other staff members monitor athletes' post. Bullshit. Posts. 
I'm sorry. You get a job. You go to school. They don't fucking own you. That's bullshit. No, those schools do. If you allow it to happen, then they do, don't they? Fuck that. I would say no. Yeah. I I don't put anything on there that I don't I that I don't want anybody else to see. But but here's the thing though. You know what? It's not why should you censor yourself? Okay? Why should you uh well, it, I'm not I'm not censoring myself because of the internet. I'm censoring myself based on what do I want people to know about me? Which is just like when you well, when well, you well, hang out with friends, you don't tell them everything that you have in the, your but head. That's the thing. You can exactly you can decide who sees what you put on there. Right. Okay. So right. put what you want and then decide. I mean, like like we could have a conversation among friends, and if we were going to have a conversation, and okay, you know what? Um, we're not going to invite a certain person to this whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, because. Certain things among this circle of friends may come up that we don't want this other person in on. Right. So fuck them. Yeah. However, anytime I say anything, there's always a chance it gets back to that person. So that's why I watch what I put on there. A lot of it's reposting. A lot. What are your what What are your like your settings? So if someone's not that's a, good a friend of yours on Facebook, so like log out of face Facebook and then go find yourself. I don't know my password. No. <laughs> Hold on. How do you know your password? It, Firefox remembers all that shit. All right, let me log out, and we'll see. Log out, and then search for yourself. Um, so how would I do that from here? Just go there? Just sign up. Um, I don't want to create a whole new account. No, no, no. You don't have to create a whole new account. You should be able to look for someone. Huh. I don't know. All right. Well, let's continue to talk while I try right. to try to do this. So, but I, that's. I mean, that's. I I can understand in today's economy. I think that people who have jobs out there, they're going to make applicants jump through all sorts of fucking hoops. But I mean, there's a limit. Yeah. You know, and now all this bullshit about oh, hey, you know what? Your your employer can decide whether or not your insurance policy is going to cover contraception. Uh, it's such a non fucking issue, isn't it? It's such a waste of time. Yeah, I'm just going to go to my settings and I'll tell you what I got here. If I can find them, where are they? Up here? Something like that. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, privacy settings. Yeah. All right, so. My default is friends. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, another new fucking page, isn't it? Manage blocking. Do I have anybody blocked? Frank Hauser. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I, get a lot of that. <laughs> I don't think I have anybody blocked. So, so, but I think that you know, you, you like there. There are people who have like friend requested me, you know, folks yeah. in my community and stuff like that. And sometimes I'll go on and I'll go on a rant and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Or or parents who have had kids in my um my my film program. Okay. Okay. That I may, you know, not want them to know the, you know, details yeah. of my life or see shit that I post. So I right. don't I don't they're not Facebook friends. Right. I, I have um, stuff separate. Who can look up your timeline by name or contact info? Everyone. Okay. Because I don't care. 
Who can send you friend requests? Everyone. Okay. Who can send you Facebook messages? Everyone. Because okay. why not? I don't mind yep. hearing messages from Messages are fine. Yep. Who can post on your timeline? Friends. Yeah. Who can see posts by others on your timeline? Friends. Okay. But here's the thing. But that, that first one there. Who Which can one? see this your one? timeline? So basically they can see everything that you post. Yeah. Everything. And I'm fine with that because I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> and my boss is pretty much fine with uh, <laughs> with things I do because I'm never going to disparage the company. Right. I'm not going to say stupid shit. I don't talk about work really ever. Yeah. Oh, I got to show you the picture. There's some girl was in, in work. <laughs> All right. And she looked from behind exactly like Amy Farrah Fowler. Oh, really? Down to the shoes. That's hilarious. It was it was pretty funny. And I don't take like covert pictures of people, yeah. but we were in line at the at the cafeteria <laughs> and I'm like I got to show people this. This is fucking awesome. That's funny. Green like cardigan, um blue denim skirt. Wow. Purple tights and black low top converse. That's awesome. Had uh, had to have been a fucking costume. <laughs> had to have been. Um, but I, I think that's I think that employers requiring that's that's going too far. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't go in for it. Although I will tell you, when I applied for the job at the museum because I didn't know shit about shit with who was there, yeah. everything went private. Every setting. Yeah, like you could see my name. That's it. You yeah, get, you get nothing. Now, I, whatever you know, I'm pretty satisfied with how things are going. So I don't care if yeah. people see what I got. And you know what? I've other people through other posts I've made um, through groups have friended me because of you know stuff that I put up, yeah. and you know I've met new people. So I'm I'm up for meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's do a break. All right. I gotta get some aspirin. Tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really it's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just just getting confirmation. It's just in that's the third time though. I mean, am I must this is on. You can find us at chinstroker versus penta.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could f any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. He, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Listen. 
afraid. Be very, very afraid. Force and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about outside the cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take yeah. us to church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on him. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one That is one star too many. <laughs> Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, God. Ah. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Hey, look at that. Yeah, I just plugged the wrong thing in. So remember how um, we used to do like, what was it, like Douchebag of the Week or oh, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, and then there were too many, so the whole show yeah, basically became, became Douche of the douche Week. Bag of the Week. So I have someone, like, person I want to punch in the face of the week. Okay. okay. Oh, speaking of which, i got to get that news story up that you sent me. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I thought um, we didn't have anything to talk about. So... Is this a person you know personally, or is this a... No, no, no. This is a, oh, okay. a, a person. Either way, it would have been great. Yeah, I know. Um, it is uh, Ann Romney. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Because she she doesn't consider herself wealthy. She measures wealth in the friends and family that she has. Okay? I want to punch What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she, this was yesterday. She said this. Uh, yeah, I didn't read it, honestly. I saw yeah, it. I'm like, I, I saw fuck some, that I've, moron. I, really? I just, you just want to look at her and go, I'm going to punch you <clears> in the <throat> face right now, okay? Well, let me ask you this. Whose money is it? What does she do? Who the fuck knows? Well, like, is it like a, is it like a John Kerry thing where it's all her I money? I have no idea. I don't know. Do you really think that? I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Cause I she, mean, she Mitt might. Has, Mitt has made money. Mitt has made his own money, even though his family had money. But he's made his own money, which is fine. It's easy but, to make money when you have money to start with. Quite <laughs> frankly, I don't know whether her family made money or yeah. her family had money or whether she has her own money or all she did was, you know, fuck for money. Well, hey. All right. Um, <clears throat> I think Rush, I just Rush would have say, something to say about look, that. Look, bitch. Okay. You know what? You look down your monthly bills. It doesn't bother you and you don't have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck if, you. If every bill you have is set up on automatic payments and you never have to change the date, you're doing all right. Asshole. <laughs> I swear to God, fucking uh, people like that. We um, we have our, our car payment. I myself wealthy. Fuck you. <laughs> we have our car payment set up to pay seven days before it's due. Yeah. Because just in case. Just in case. We can move it back one week. I just wanted to punch that bitch in the toilet. I don't get that. Okay, so... Super Tuesday was yesterday, yeah, it and it was like, more like a mediocre you know, Tuesday. It, it really is. It, it's all so stupid. Romney won most of New England, as far as did I could you tell. Because it was, I did. Was there vote? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had Barack Obama. <laughs> I had nothing. To say. I I had to go Democrat. I could not no, vote yeah. for Rick Santorum. I really wanted to be able to vote for Rick Santorum. Just just. But you're a registered Democrat. Yeah. yeah. My wife could have chosen. Yeah. But she's like, give me, give me the. I didn't even. Democrat. I didn't. I. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But really I. I like to, you know, try and stay on top of that yeah, and so. vote as often and as many times as I can. Exactly. That's Chicago. <laughs> I don't live in Chicago. <laughs> so, All right. Um, yeah. You so want to get? You want a fucking asshole that I want to push down a flight of? Yeah, very, that's gonna come back. Very expensive. That's fingers. gonna come back to haunt him so. as well. That and the dog. Well, the thing is, though, that shit keeps coming up with him. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, American cars. My wife drive. My wife has two Cadillacs. <laughs> you, you know, and he's just like, I don't, I'm not a NASCAR fan, but a couple of my friends own NASCAR teams. Just and, and you know, teams. you know, his fucking handlers is just like, dude, shut the fuck up. And, but then, the, the, then after he goes to bed, right at eight thirty, they're like, "Hey, <laughs> could have been Palin." Yeah, exactly. All right, now this fucking <laughs> asshole in this story: moviegoer files class action lawsuit over high cost of food and drinks at theaters. I have two words for you, sir. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Movie theaters make $3,000 in every bag of raw popcorn that costs them $30. One consumer has had it. I don't think the, I think the seed costs more than that. I don't, um, yeah, because they don't have $3,000, you think? think? Think about a bag of, a big bag of popcorn. One, well, that's the thing. How much does one 50 pound bag make? Yeah. Um, 
I would I, I say, don't know. hold on, let me. <clears throat> I would probably say maybe seven or eight bags for a whole fifty-pound bag. Yeah. Those skinny yellow ones? Not the skinny yellow ones. I'm talking like bigger, like we got these big clear ones now. Oh, no. So. I'm thinking the old style skinny ones that I used to use. I I could get 30, 40, yeah. maybe 40 if you stretch it. I don't think. And even if it is, so fucking what? You're you're at a venue. It's always more expensive. I paid six fifty for a fucking bottle of beer, which was a fucking shaped aluminum can. I hate drinking out of cans, by the way. And it was Bud Light, so everything about that whole experience just fucking sucked. Wow, so you're now a NASCAR fan, apparently. I was at a horror convention that the Insane Clown Posse was going to show up for. What does that say? Yeah. It says, Bill is a good friend, and I will do anything <laughs> to help him out. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> but this guy, like, read, read some of this. Six dollars for a box of gummy worms at the movie theater seems like highway robbery, but is it actually unlawful? Is it? is it in L.A.? It's not unlawful. It's the market, it's definitely motherfucker. Not. On behalf of all others who find the prices of movie theater concessions to be outrageous, Michigan resident Joshua Thompson... Joshua Thompson, you're an asshole. Has filed a class action lawsuit against his local AMC theater. Shouldn't have been against the corporate. Anyway, he's suing because the movie house denied him the ability to bring his own soda and candy into the local AMC in an alleged violation of Michigan's Consumer Protection Act. Now, you buy a ticket to pass through a certain point in the theater. That certain point is where the public property line basically ends because you're paying for admission right. once you pass that point you could tell them whatever the f- you yeah within reason yeah, this we you. allow we allow no food and drinks into into my theater because well, there's no fucking time to clean up in between shows so what are you doing i'm looking to see what <laughs> On the back of a movie ticket says, "Ah, okay, okay." The license granted is for a single viewing at the designated time. That's all this does. This lets you see the movie. Okay. End of story. Management reserves the right to revoke the license granted by this ticket by refunding the ticket price and designate the seat to be occupied. Um, okay, so it's just for the ticket. Yeah, that's just to get in and see it. You know what, though? It's, you know, you go to a baseball game. Go to a football game. Go try to, anything yeah, like that. Try go to the, take your own go to shit the in theater, there. All right? It's it's just like that. I hear this shit from people all the time. Yeah. Oh, you know, $6, $3 for a, a, a box of candy I could get for a dollar? Look, if you're not even going to make the fucking effort to sneak shit in, yeah. then fuck you. All right? There was this one is dude. It is. I swear to God, it was the 9 o'clock show of Pet Cemetery, and this dude was wearing shorts and a fucking T-shirt, and he snuck a 12-pack of beer in the long way under his shirt. Six of us behind the concession stand looked at him and went, fuck it, go ahead. You, you're you trying. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, just, so let me... You know, it's, keep going, because this kid's a tool. The plaintiff is a 20-something security technician in Livonia, Michigan, who, according to the Detroit Free Press, was tired of movie theaters taking advantage of him, so he's suing. Because the theater fucking forces you to buy popcorn when you're there. 
right? Exactly. Right? I, I know that was the hardest part of the whole job, was after somebody bought a ticket, was to hit him with the blackjack and say, buy fucking popcorn. Well, that's what Dottie did. <laughs> <laughs> Both AMC and the National Association of Theater Owners declined the paper's request for comment. I think it's <laughs> AMC and the National Association of Theaters gave us comments that we can't print. <laughs> Laughed and said, yeah, fuck you, Josh. Yeah, that's his name, Joshua? Jo- Joshua Thompson. Yeah, he's a dummy. Although Thompson's lawsuit is winning sympathy from like-minded penny-pinching fucks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> from like-minded theater goers who are being asked in a recession to pay big markups on wholesale prices. That's life, isn't it? That's, yeah. Some legal experts doubt the plaintiffs stand much chance of buttering up a judge. And I'll tell you, you know what? If I was a judge yeah. and this came before me, I would say to the lawyer, why the fuck are you wasting the court's time? Yeah. Get out of here. I'm going to fine you, motherfucker. You know why they're, why they're doing it? So they can make this tool bag pay court fees. <laughs> they can get money out of it. You think fucking concession stand fees are big? Although, uh, let's see, it's a loser, said Gary Victor. What a name, huh? Gary Victor. An Eastern Michigan University business law professor. With common sense. That's (laughs) Professor Victor. (laughs) In a fight, who wins? (laughs) Professor Victor. Sounds like a superhero, doesn't he? (laughs) He does. Don't piss him off. He'll turn into a mad scientist. (laughs) My nemesis is giant loser. (laughs) Charging the consumer a price that is grossly in excess of the price at which similar oh it's, it's, but that's a, but that, wait that, hold on hold, I skipped I skipped a whole paragraph here um, citing Supreme Court precedent that has given businesses an out from consumer protection liability in well regulated industries. Here's the decision that observers believe gutted Michigan's consumer protection law. If the plaintiffs manage to get around this, they'll force AMC to face a law that prohibits, quote, charging the consumer a price that is grossly in excess of the price at which similar property or services are sold. And you know what they would do? They would go to convention centers and they would go to sport sporting arenas and they would say, these are entertainment industries that have concession stands and all our prices are similar. Yeah, and you know what? Or they'll just like, you know what? We're going to raise ticket prices. You know, yeah. so now we will cost well, that would require twenty seven dollars renegotiation with the studios to to do that, but they would, yeah, because the studios would have to agree with that, yeah, because otherwise the theaters can't keep their doors there's, open. There's no exhibition, exactly. Yeah. So, but but here's the thing, yeah, it's like it's this is how the market works, all right. If if the theater where I am right now said, you know what, instead of three twenty five for a box of raisinets, we're going to charge nine dollars. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? No one would buy them. No, that's so how then it you're works. Low. It's just like, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll try seven dollars. You know what? And your theater, my old theater, yeah, reasonable prices. I think they they're actually pretty. Yeah. They're, they're lower than the other place, and I yeah. actually like the popcorn more. Yeah. So. So, but it's 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 like, is this your first time at the movies, Joshua? Shut the fuck up. Exactly how much do movie theaters make on concessions? According to one Morningstar equity analyst, of every dollar spent on candy and soda in movie theaters, 85% is pure profit. Another review of the business of selling popcorn reveals that $30 worth of raw popcorn is worth as much as $3,000 to movie theaters. Now, here's the thing. What they're not telling you is... Out of the 100% of people that go to theaters, 
less than 30% go to the concession stand. I don't think it's that low. That's what that's what I that's what I remember from my uh all my meetings. 30 to 33. It used to be. Now it's probably lower. I don't know. But that's the thing. It's like it's like, you know. Yeah, it's not everybody buying food. No. No, a lot of fuckers just walk right by. And um that's why I won't go unless I buy popcorn because I know that what happens is if your attendance is up but your per cap's down, you're going to lose people because you don't need concession attendance. Right. It's a it's a it's a really fucked up fine balance. It's a weird it's a weird business. It's a yeah. terrible it, I think it's a shitty business to be in. But you know what you, they they talk about the markup there. Um when I worked for Sam Goody, we were briefly owned by Best Buy. So we got a discount at Best Buy. Yeah. The discount at Best Buy was you paid 5% over cost. Yeah. It's a fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, it's you know, a good deal. I have that Sony subwoofer in in there, the powered sub, like a twelve inch sub, and I bought it with the discount. I bought it in New Hampshire, so I didn't yeah. pay tax because then that's really ten percent over. Right, but <laughs> and I paid like a hundred and ten dollars for it. It was three hundred bucks. Yeah, so it's like, come on. Yeah, you I know mean, that's just that's there's just markup the nature of the everywhere. How much do you think an iPhone really costs? Oh, you know what? There's actually um, there's an app for that. No, <laughs> no, there's not an app for that. But there are articles. Of, uh, this is still preparing my update. Oh, that's right. So, but you, but you've read them. But yeah, you can see like that. what a hundred bucks in parts. Like that, yeah, and then eighty five cents in labor. I don't know what it is. In labor. <laughs> Let's get back to this douchey McDouche tool bag. Uh, exactly how much do unfortunately the economics of allowing consumers to bring in their own gummy bears into the theater aren't quite so simple if this lawsuit ever did get to trial AMC would certainly bring their own experts that could testify that charging high prices is actually in the consumer's best interest I believe that I've been on that side of it otherwise ticket prices would go up yeah or they would close yeah as hard as that is to believe yeah this isn't too sarcastic Researchers at the Stanford Graduate School of Business and the University of California, Santa Cruz, concluded in 2009 that by charging high prices on concessions, exhibition houses are able to keep ticket prices lower, which allows more people to enjoy their silver screen experience. Is there any comfort to a family of six who paid nearly $100 for seats to see Dr. Seuss's The Lorax last weekend? Probably not. That's not even counting the concessions. Here's the thing. If you have six people that you have to take to the movies, you don't have to buy stuff. Right. Nobody's forcing you to buy this exactly. concession stuff. When we went to see um, Arietti, we got popcorn, no drinks. Yeah. Because they they get up six fucking times right. to go to the bathroom because they're big girls and they're <laughs> fucking amazed that they can do that. Just popcorn. I spent like $18 between me and the two girls and it's like, okay. Did 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 they give you the discount? I don't know. I don't think so. I got like two small popcorn, a large drink, large popcorn. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, Scott was running around because it was really busy because it was the first show. (laughs) uh, uh, Bruce's granddaughter. What's her name? Who? Bruce. Remember Bruce, the old um, district manager? Oh, yeah. His granddaughter works there. She's blonde. 
She had sunglasses on top of her. Oh, really? Yeah. She's a fucking genius, that girl. Really? She, she was is, nice. Yeah. Oh, she's done with high school. She's looking at colleges. She's 16 years old. Oh, good for she's her. She's genius. And she's a really good kid. She seemed nice. Yeah, she, she wasn't. She good. didn't like like when I said, "Oh, hey, that's great." I I like you know I got along with him really well. It didn't seem like, "Oh Christ, another fucker I have to talk to." She seemed pretty genuine, so that yeah, was nice. Yeah, no, she's she's cool. Um, yeah, this guy can go fuck himself. Yeah, hard. Definitely. Yeah, and it, it's, it's it's so naive. And quite frankly, Josh, if you want to talk about getting raped, um, you're you're paying lawyers for this. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about payment versus work done. Seriously. Now, there's some lawyers that are reasonable. These lawyers are just like, look, look, look. Just pay me in gummy bears. That'll be enough. <laughs> I can't afford the gummy bears. <laughs> what a fuck. I mean, the, the, I mean, this is it's just immature and stupid. Yeah. And some dumbass fucking lawyer said, "No, no, no. We can file a class action. I'm going to take a." All lot it's going to do, all it's going to do, is is get the lawyer a little more. Um, it's going to a get little a, more recognition. He's going to get some billable hours. Yeah. He's, you know. Yeah. And I, but I hope a judge beats the shit out of him and says, "Why are you wasting my time? There are real problems out there that I need to deal with." Yeah. You want to hear the first quote here? How to beat the system. Disclaimer, this method only works for the truly disciplined who are willing to dedicate several months to strenuous training. I gradually conditioned my stomach to subsist on less and less food. In as little as a few weeks, you would begin to notice an outstanding ability to last through an average 30-minute television show before you start to feel that irresistible urge to consume butter and sugar. After, after my full six months of training, I have found myself able to sit through the director's cut of Titanic without adjusting a single calorie. And surprisingly enough, I did not implode upon myself. It's not for everyone. But if you like to live on the edge, you could save literally dozens of dollars <laughs> by resisting that urge to snack for two hours. Warning, if you're especially skinny, please start off small with a law and order. <laughs> or other procedural drama, lest your muscles begin to break down into essential nutrients, leaving you incapacitated in the back corner of your local theater. Ah, Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Next one uh, says this idiot probably believes that the theater makes all their money from the ticket sales, too. <sighs> yeah, that's not the case. Cinemas need the concession revenues to stay in business since the box office... Money's head to the film studios. You know what? When I went to, um, oh, fuck, what theater did I go to? They had real butter. It was in Boston. Something square. Kenmore? Maybe. Might have been Kenmore, yeah. I went and saw um, Let the Right One In there, and they have real butter. They have beer. It was like, it was like nice. I like bought a bunch of shit because, like, there was one girl, and she's like working the stand, and it it had this real old, you not, can get not a old. Glass of beer. I'm not talking a paper <laughs> cup, but a glass of beer. But it, it had this like like 80s movie theater in the movies feel. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Where it's like this shit isn't real. There's like tile on the floor, yeah. and like the walls are painted with crazy murals and shit. And she's wearing a bow tie. Fucking bow tie and a vest. It used to be my uniform. That's what I had them wearing when I was in Derry. Ah, uh, that's what the uniform was. They had to wear that. Being 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 a little more dressed up 
is always better. Now they're wearing T-shirts over there. What's that one? Hypocrisy. Uh, let's see. Demanding that the government stay out of your bedroom and womb while demanding at the same time. Demanding that the government pay for your birth control and abortions. Yeah, no, fuck you. That's not how it works. That's not what she's saying. God damn it. Yeah. Who posted that? Uh, nobody important. Right. Well, to the show, nobody important. So. <laughs> you know, I have found... 90% of the shit on here I just don't care about. Well, you know what it is? It's it's I'm noticing. I noticed this about Facebook cuz you know I go back and forth like Facebook, Twitter, I'm still trying yeah. to decide where Twitter fits into my life at all or into the life of my business or whatever. Right. Yeah, cuz you need it for that. Yeah, yeah. you know. Right. It's helping. Anyway, um <laughs> so but even even face because I, I I look at Twitter and I go okay it's just a lot of people sort of either you know referencing other stuff or referencing other people yeah, or, yeah. or or conversations or, go or on. linking not even real conversations though or just linking up like uh, like links to stuff like that yeah. and a lot of Facebook is is sort of developing into that you know yes yeah. if you just look at your regular like feed it's just a lot of links to stuff links to videos and, and yeah. it's, it's very it's, it's, seldom a lot of like, I mean, on a, on, a, on a certain level, it's great because I don't need to know when every every time somebody shits out a peanut butter sandwich, I don't uh, care. All right, but now, yeah. it's, I mean, some of the stuff to to share is is, is kind of cool. I'll admit that hundred greatest insults, you know, that probably will be on the end of the show. Else, yeah, yeah, was um, shared through somebody, and that was kind of fun. Yeah, but um, but I don't know. I, I I'm I'm sort of wondering where. Facebook and 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 where Twitter are are going. I don't know. And what's I mean, a lot of the stuff I see on Facebook, I I either take for the show, yeah, or other people put it in our group, which is great because it saves me a whole fuckload right. of time, and it gets you know other people interested in what we're doing. But then it's a lot of repeated stuff. Yeah, I mean, also like like personally, like I'll throw I'll throw a picture of one of the kids right. up there, or because it's a way to sort of like like when Olivia left for her trip to Maine, I was just like, hey, she's off to Kia, and, right, right, you know. So you know, friends and and some family yeah. mentioned stuff, and I put a picture of Frankie up today. That was a good picture. Yeah, was, he's funny. Yeah, you yeah. gotta see the ones I didn't put up. They're wicked cute. <laughs> so. Um, um, but stuff like that. And basically it's just like, ah, let's just throw some stuff just, you know, and then I'll just, every now and again, I'll just, I'll throw like a quote from a show or a movie yeah. or something like that. Yeah. that just sort of caught me the right way. Um, I'll get and, it. I'll and get most it. of the, most of the time that stuff is, is for my own amusement. Yeah. So I'll get in the mood and I'll just like start posting like one thing after another yeah. and then I'll get bored with it. So, I mean, there's, so th- there's a lot of things, um, like I don't, uh, yeah, it's it's, becoming, it's terrible. You you broke up. Well, it's becoming more and more of. Um, I'm seeing it to become more and more of a commercial tool. Oh yeah, definitely, know? definitely. So, um, whereas I I kind of think about how it would work for the film school, um, and less how it figures into my you know personal life. Yeah. It's only it's only for the shows really that I'm that, that I do and stuff. And Twitter. Oh, and to aggravate some people that yeah. like you know have opposite views of me, that and that like to run their mouths. Twitter just, I just it's been a couple of years now, and I just can't wrap my head 
around why or how I would use Twitter. I put stuff up there every, I don't know. It just feels like a duplication of what I would do on Facebook. Yeah. Like if I, if I check into something on get glue, like I have it set to, uh, to post to, to whatever. Yeah. But I've, I've also, I have Twitter set up to post to Facebook. So like I would check into Futurama and there'd be nine fucking posts. All over the place. I'm watching Futurama, and I'm sure everybody's like, yeah, good for you. <laughs> we don't care. So I just send it to Twitter, and it shows up, you know, like twice. So you can have your Twitter comments go right to Facebook? Yeah. It's in the settings for Twitter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Which actually would help. It, it you know. Yeah, because, I mean, I've got a, an app on my phone yeah. that will send it to both. Oh, yeah, it'll just do it automatically. But I don't like the interface on it really all that much. Hmm. It's in your where so, you change your picture and but all would that. that shit. Also, so if I go into there, yeah. So anything that goes onto Twitter goes to Facebook. So then you could from your phone so from post phone a photo to Twitter, to Twitter and then yeah. it goes to Facebook. Yeah, it doesn't maybe, save maybe it in your. It doesn't that. save it in your photo album, as far as I know. But most of the pictures but. I take are. I usually I don't typically take pictures like when I'm going to put a picture on Facebook. Yeah, I. I'm not like within the Facebook app. Oh yeah, taking no. a picture. I'm usually it's usually coming from my library. So yeah, I'll take a picture and I'll put it up later. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anywho, um, yeah, Romney's know? probably going to get the nomination. I oh, I can't see how he can't get it. I mean, really, he won the more important states. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, but it's just the the right. It's it's just so wrong. Focus exactly. The right is just so wrong. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's the thing that just the more they come out, the crazier shit they do. It's just even more obvious that it's just like, God, really? Yeah. Are you that ass backwards? I on saw everything, and on top of all of that. You're not even doing anything to solve any real fucking problem. No, they're not. They're not. I saw an onion headline, and I swear to God, I thought it was real. Oh, no. I actually, while you're looking for that, I yeah. saw a, uh, it wasn't an onion. It, was, it wasn't an onion article. It was, it was very similar. It said um, all, however many Starbucks um, decide to ban screenwriters <laughs> completely from all it's just like there's no evidence whatsoever that any movie any any movie of quality um any movie of any quality has been written in a starbucks <laughs> and that they use more electricity than they than they buy coffee so it was really really funny Oh, this they, they post a lot they have a lot of articles so it's taking me a second to go through i am um, i i Heard an NPR story once about them sort of putting out the onion and stories they kill, stories they they keep. What do you? What, how do you mean? It was just like a story meeting. Like, oh, here it is. Sorry, come up with ideas and stuff. It's pretty funny. They they're pretty they're pretty fucking clever. Yeah. Voters slowly realizing Santorum believes every deranged word that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, is this addicting info or NPR that could be or real? Because it definitely could be yeah. real, couldn't it? And then I read it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's creepy. 
I'm not going to read an Onion article because, yeah. like, that's but that that's hilarious. World's youngest person born. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's awesome about the Onion. That stuff is so funny. <laughs> I like the. Ones that they, I like <laughs> police say kidnapped move on dot org staffers please help emails went completely ignored. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, there was um, I like the ones they do. You know, area man decides to move from living room couch to kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have this big article about the decision, the, the the like the decision making process. <laughs> yeah, masochistic uh... record wants to be broken again. Ah, <laughs> uh... is this what we've been reduced to? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just is so now, tired today. I... Why don't we take a break? At... Are we ready for a break? Oh, yeah, I think we, we do, are. We'll do for a Fuck, break. Yeah, good at whatever. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if we're ready for one. Fuck it. We'll be right back. I just want to take a second and tell you about a new website that is actually really interesting. It's called Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. And the whole idea behind this is, is splashed on the front page. It says, owe someone a beer, maybe a missed party, birthday, or you lost a bet. No excuses. Time to pay up. Here's how it works. Through Beer Giver, you can buy an individual a drink or a round of drinks. All you need are three pieces of information personalized message, dollar amount, and the person's phone number. The friend will get a text message with a gift code, which is essentially beer money. You show your phone to a bartender at a participating bar, and you have money taken off your bill. Or if you're not at a participating bar, they can forward the money to their PayPal account. So essentially, free beer. This has been started in the Baltimore area. Some of the following bars and restaurants that currently accept Beer Giver are Alewife, Alonzo's, and Loco Ombre, Bad Decisions, Bartenders, that's in Canton, Brewer's Cask, Bond Street Social, Dark Horse Saloon, Finnegan's Wake, John Stephen Limited, Langerman's, No Idea Tavern, The Americana, The Hill, Tommy's Downtown Tavern, and the Waterfront Hotel Bar. Honestly, I think this is a fantastic idea, and I really can see this taking off. Check out the website if you live in the area or if you know someone in the area, in the Baltimore area. So it's B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. Beer Giver. And while you're at it, why don't you follow him on Twitter, at Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. And of course, you can find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. VR. Check it out. Hey, so Comcast has this um, cap on how much you can download or upload in a month. Yeah. And uh, that's streaming and everything. Right. I checked mine the other day and I've gone over like every month. Really? I stream I stream shit all the time. All the time. Like Netflix and Oh yeah. Yeah. Like 
when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll just put on just an episode on. of something and like I'll be moving through the two so rooms and stuff. So do they throttle you? Do you ever find that it like slows down? I don't really have a problem, no. But I'm over. One month I was over by like, like I don't know, seventy five hundred gig. They say that. Um, <clears throat> they say that AT and T is going to start throttling people who go over three gigs a month. Those yeah. unlimited people. I'm and you know what's going to happen? Those people are going to leave. No, you know, you know what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I do in a month. I'm yeah. not changing my habits or anything. No. Um, and I've been streaming a lot more. Like to my phone, I watch Hulu every now and again. Right, but are you Wi-Fi at that point? Because then that doesn't matter. No, no. Sometimes, like I'll be like I'll go to like today is a perfect example. Um, running some errands with Frankie, and he fell asleep in the car. Okay, so I just sat in Target's parking lot for about an hour and a half while yeah. he napped, and I just you know I watched yeah. an episode of Lost and some other uh, stuff. And, I'll um I'll have Pandora going at work. <clears throat> and um, I'll just but drive home with it on, yeah. And it streams with no problem, oh, which yeah. is which is fantastic. I have I have a George Carlin that. network set yeah. up, and I've just been listening to stand up for a while. Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna look and see because it's supposed to be over three for unlimited people. And I've been grandfathered in as unlimited, so yeah, that's pretty nice. So yeah. I'll see how close I come to that gigs. <clears throat> A month. I'm guessing. I'm guessing neither of us are close with our phones. So the computer. Though, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because I mean, I have the laptop, Ellen's iPod, the TV, the computer. Like, I'll go upstairs and I'll put on an episode or two uh, while I'm in bed. I'll just put the phone on the side of the bed so the light or the the noise doesn't bother her. I'm not like putting the TV on, and I'll just stream like whatever the hell. You know, yeah. I'm interested in, and it'll just go till it's over. But then again, I'm on Wi-Fi, so that actually counts towards the Comcast part, not the Verizon part. Right. So it's kind of fucked up. I've been watching Arrested Development all over again, so. That's kind of cool. What? That's the lock screen. Okay. And then you just go... What is that? Oh, you swipe up for the camera. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not bad. kind of like that. Yeah. All right. All right. So Angie posted this here. It says, Wisconsin Bill claims single moms cause child abuse always, by not being married. I'm sorry, but I just love when we start off stories that have like the bill, like a law. Yeah. Proposed law come in there. It's like, <laughs> Wisconsin Bill. Hey, everybody. I'm Wisconsin Bill. <laughs> I got my I got my miner's hat. I'm missing three teeth, and I'm wearing cheese. overalls. <laughs> anyway, that's just the weird shit. Oh wait, I was thinking of Tennessee Bill. <laughs> uh, that's just the weird shit that goes through my head. Uh, all right, so let's <laughs> let's read this, and then we'll read uh, we'll read what she wrote on the post. I uh, in Wisconsin, it? huh? I'm sorry, my brain. Stop listening to the rest of the stuff after Wisconsin Bill. <laughs> Wisconsin Bill. <laughs> Outspoken activist, Wisconsin Bill. <laughs> claims single moms cause child abuse by not being married. <laughs> In Wisconsin. I'm going to think that's a break when I go through to edit. <laughs> a it, was a, it was a break in my sanity. Uh, Wisconsin senator has introduced a bill aimed at penalizing single mothers by calling their unmarried status a contributing factor to child abuse and neglect. 
Senate bill. This is what they're spending time on. Senate bill, unrelated. <laughs> Introduced by guess which party? Um, the Nazi party. Uh, you're almost correct. The fascist party. <laughs> Introduced by. I, mean, Re- I can't believe it's not butter party. <laughs> by Republican Senator Glenn Grothman. Moves to amend existing state law by, quote, requiring the Child Abuse and Neglect Prevention Board to emphasize non-marital parenthood as a contributing factor to child abuse and neglect. Child child advocate. (laughs) California, Bill. (laughs) No, I'm 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 just thinking like child services advocates said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. The Jobs bill, creation. The bill would require educational and public awareness campaigns held by the board to emphasize that not being married is abusive and neglectful of children and to underscore, quote, the role of fathers in the primary prevention of child abuse and neglect. Do you know what this is? What? This is an, this is... Uh, this is an underhanded, dirty workaround to prevent gay marriage. Yes, it is. I'm pretty fucking smart, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. It's, yeah. I hadn't read this until now, but it's like you, you, you look back to a couple of different things. Um, is, is it people fucking? Well, no, she's unmarried. And there's no father figure. Okay, so then it's got to be about the gays. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, Republicans spend more time on gay sex than gay people do. Yeah. They probably spend more time thinking about gay sex than I do thinking about sex. Seriously. Just all kinds of sex. (laughs) Dog fucking brownie mix. (laughs) Saying that people, quote, make fun of old-fashioned families. Grothman, who has never been married and has no children. That he knows of. (laughs) No, because he's probably gay. (laughs) Criticize social workers. For not agreeing that children should only be raised by two married biological parents and told the Senate committee that he hopes the Child Abuse and Neglect Prevention Board, of which he's a member, could publicize something that's politically incorrect but has to be said in our society. See, now here's the thing. If you're a politician and you're saying something that's politically incorrect, technically you're wrong. You know what? This, you know what he's saying? He's saying, I don't wish to be reelected next time. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Thank you very much. This time has been very valuable to me. I hope I've been helpful. I'm going to go back now and sell cheese hats. (laughs) Whether that leads to more people paying attention and having children after they're married or whether that leads to some others making a choice for adoption. This infuriates me so much. I want to call this dude's office (laughs) and call him a fucking douchebag. (laughs) We got to start interviewing people. Hey, are you available for an interview at 10 minutes of midnight? Yeah. (laughs) East Coast time. Because that's about the only time we can do it. A third of all parents in Wisconsin are single. So I know there's a cheese and single serving (laughs) thing in there. Uh, See, people can make their own jokes now. That's how I'm a funny motherfucker. Given that single mothers far outnumber single fathers in the state and in the rest of the country... It, does that mean a lot of the fathers die? No, I think it means that a lot of... Oh. Well, I think that these guys are fucking lots uh, of women. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Ramsey's. Uh, <laughs> well, if that's what the kids are calling it these days. I don't know what the kids are calling it. I'm just going over there to do Ramsey's. <laughs> 
We'll be back by 11 Ramsey's and Snuggles. It's going to fuck my brains out. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, and given the emphasis on fathers being part of the solution rather than part of the problem, many feel that the bill is tantamount to an attack on single moms. At Tuesday's meeting of the State Senate Committee on Public Health, Human Services, and Revenue, it's weird. Why is revenue in with health and human services? Anyway, lawmakers and members of the public spoke out against the proposal. This bill is going to do nothing to help children avoid abuse. It's going to do nothing to help families. Democratic State Representative Chris Taylor said at the meeting, what this bill does is call out and chastise women who have babies who are unmarried, you fucking twat. I'll, what about women who are divorced? Yeah. Or widows. Or widow. Yeah. Or raped. I know that's terrible, but... Or just whores. Sluts. We prefer sluts on this show. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> Who doesn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? We prefer sluts. Because who doesn't? Because who doesn't? <laughs> All right, fucking, I think we got through enough of that. Now, let's read what Angie said, and let's be respectful, because she wrote a lot of stuff here. She says, notice how there's no penalties for single fathers or guys who just up and leave their families or pregnant partners. There's so much wrong with this that it's unreal. First off, this notion that only sexually active single women are prone to single motherhood is ridiculous. What if a married woman's husband dies? Like we had said. We just said or, well, she didn't know that at the time. We're actually saying this after she wrote it. Yeah. Or the husband runs off with his secretary, male or female. Uh, is she to immediately run out and marry the first guy who comes along? Right place, right time, I guess. That's how you got to work that out, right? Right. <laughs> Second, what if this is an extremely abusive relationship this mother needs to get out of that risks the safety of both her and her child? What if that child is being sexually abused by the dad? Is the mother supposed to stay in this relationship for the sanctity of a two-parent household? Finally, I'm getting really sick of this idea that women are supposed to be the virtuous element in a relationship while men are just perceived as sex-crazed cavemen with constantly raging hard-ons that need to be sated at all times. I'm sorry, but that's not only insulting to women, but men as well. Yes, we we hide them. (laughs) And (laughs) we relax every now and then. Like for the 20 minutes after the hard-on is sated. Really? 20 minutes? I just to go take a nap. You gotta have a cheeseburger and a cookie and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that is the dumbest fucking proposal really that is. we've seen this week. Why don't, we not, why, don't, you know, why don't we blame the kids next? Why it's don't we coming. blame the children? You know it's coming. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> you like boobs, right? I do. I and as things are going, I I have two of my own. Now, people like privacy, right? Typically. Why would you take naked pictures of yourself on your cell phone and then get mad when they show up online? And I'm specifically thinking of Scarlett Johansson and Christina Hendricks. Okay. Um I can okay. <laughs> Stop thinking about them. See, here's the, here's the thing. I I I think that if anyone wants to take pictures of themselves with their phones, rock on. Oh yeah, okay? yeah. If you're a celebrity, you're stupid for doing it. Yeah. Okay. And if they get out there, the best thing that you can do, because once they're one, 
once they're out there, oh yeah, they're there forever. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so yeah. you may as well just say, "Yep, those are my tits." Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, really, I just you, you know what? Great, Christina Hendricks. She's great. She's beautiful. All right, yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Beautiful. Yep. Fabulous. Fantastic. All right. Yep. I'm not gonna fucking drive myself insane scouring the internet to see their tits. It's not that tough. Okay, I know, but it's also <laughs> like, wow. And I, all right, now time is up. No. The boobs are on my phone now. Did you hear that? <laughs> but it's, it's funny. We're talking about boobs, and Reverend Scott sends me a text that says, "Almost done." <laughs> He's looking at the boobs. <laughs> um, so. Why does he update you on his masturbation? It's a long story. <laughs> uh, not that long, uh, sure. So, um, so, so they're pissed off that the pictures that they took. I'm I, not. I don't know if the, if those people specifically. Those are two that I remember. Okay, seeing. That, that's fine. But if they like sent them to someone, if they're just on their phone, right? Okay, there's a lawsuit there because somebody somewhere put them out there, right? An assistant or somebody. Somebody yeah. that is within their little inner circle who right. grabbed their phone and said boobies and sent them right. off to somebody, that person deserves to get kicked in the balls. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. But Meanwhile, the rest of us will we'll sit back in our chairs and see pictures like that and go, oh, good for you. All right. Nice job. Yeah. Well done. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. All right. But Because my wife didn't hear any of the shit I said last week. I got to up the game this week. <laughs> so, but if they put them out there, if they say, if, if you email it, then you're, if, if you email yeah. something like that, yeah. okay, somewhere along that chain, all right, you know, say say Scarlett Johansson sends them to whoever it is she's fucking now, right? Okay, someone now now you're not only worrying about your entourage, you're right. worrying about that person's entourage, right. all right. So now you have just opened yourself up to a whole fucking internet. Yeah. So I, I remember and now, like I said. You just seem fucking babyish if you're gonna bitch about it. I remember, I remember reading with when the the Johansson pictures showed up. There was some guy, some website that compared the renovations done in her home for a TV show or magazine or something with the background in the shots to determine whether or not it really was her. Because you can you can fake anything yeah. with Photoshop, and you know what? Honestly, it didn't really matter if it was her or not. Good photo's a good photo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they should be, they shouldn't get mad at the internet because they should fucking know better by now. I the have internet, never taken a naked picture. I would not. Of anybody. I don't even like looking at myself naked. Things I said. Badly over the last 10 years. Nova, Nova the other day was getting a little um, cheeky, is a good word okay. for this story. So, um,. She's running around in her underwear, and I said, I'm going to take your picture, and she turned around and mooned me and said, take a picture of my butt. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. And I stopped because I'm like, oh, okay, no. <laughs> and I said, Nova, no one should ever take pictures of you naked. I said, pull your underwear up. I'll take all the pictures you want. <laughs> I just, I just got to get that through her head now that that's wrong. Yeah. And she's joking around oh, and stuff, course, but yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, don't, I don't trust anybody <laughs> outside of the people I know. So, yeah. oh, that's funny. but it was, it was funny. Like it was just like instant, like she 
pulled her, pulled her, take a picture of my butt. <laughs> no, I will not do that. Uh, I'm not a monster. Because you, we, we've had stories on here about people that like get arrested because they took pictures of their, their kids, kids swimming in, in a pool or yeah. a bathtub, and yeah, Just common sense needs to kick in at some point. Oh, we got to talk about this fucking asshole. Which one is? Oh, this? by the way. That thing with the waitress and the the 1% tip, that was all faked. It was all bullshit. Oh, really? It was photoshopped, yeah, or whatever you want to. This is from the uh, the Mail Online. I have to do... Oh, fucking (laughs) pop-ups. I I don't mind the ones that are in the bottom corner or the top, but in the middle of the fucking screen, seriously, where I'm reading? Yeah. I have to do my dishes by hand. Outrageous quotes of Wall Street bankers struggling to get by on $350,000 a year. Yeah, I'm tired of stories like this. $350,000 a year. For some people, that's 10 or 11 years worth of work. I know. Forget the 1%. These guys are the wine percent. See what they did there? Several Wall Street bankers and execs have come forward to voice their discontent about just how daunting it is to survive on their six-figure salaries in interviews with Bloomberg.com. Andrew Schiff, the communications and marketing director at Euro-Pacific Capital, hates traffic just like most New Yorkers, but unlike most in the Big Apple, he's feeling the crunch from a $350,000 salary. A $350,000 salary. And his fucking ugly-ass punk bitch face keeps staring at me from this page. I don't want to punch my monitor, but I will. Mr. Schiff told Bloomberg, the New York that I wanted to have is still just beyond my reach. Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. The Brooklyn resident lives in a pretty sizable apartment by New York City standards, but bemoans the fact that it came without a dishwasher. Dude, get a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Following that other article, and yeah, I'm joking. Uh, Mr. Schiff said, I'm crammed into 1,200 square feet. I don't have a dishwasher. We do all our dishes by hand. Buy a fucking dishwasher. They're like like $300. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have the hookup for it. Doesn't need the hookup. Just go and buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty clever. <laughs> you don't need to like know a guy. <laughs> Just... <laughs> he told the site that he needs a 600 square foot extension for the place to allow a room for each kid. Three bedrooms, maybe four. <sighs> no, I don't want to hear this bullshit. I don't need to look at pictures of pasty white guys either. I can look in the mirror for that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's... It's about as crazy as the worries of Alan Dluglash. D-L? Really? It's D-L-U-G? That's a weird name. A partner at accounting firm Marks Paneth and Shron LLP in Manhattan. Shron? Could they have made that? That sounds like something that, like, when you're in a lake and it attaches to you. (laughs) Oh, wow. Ah, fuck, there's a swarm of Shron in here. Shron on me. Oh, man. Mr. Get the matches. I got to burn this Shron off my dick. That's that's the that's the knockoff Tron movie. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Shron. 
What's going on? You see Shron? Shron of the dead. <laughs> All right, this this hey, quote. This... Everybody. Hello, Shron. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> These quotes here kill me. Mr. Dlugla told Bloomberg, could you imagine what it's like to say I got three kids in private school? I have to think about pulling them out. How do you do that? You say, um, the government gave me all my money, and now I I have to live on a certain amount. I can't give myself bonuses. So fuck you for asking me. Yeah. He added, people who don't have money don't understand the stress. That was the quote that made me want to gut him like a disobedient Colombian. You know what I mean? Like with the necktie, you know. I was watching Modern Family and Gloria referenced that. Uh, I know it's not a gutting, but you do both, whatever. Uh, Mr. Ugly Fuck said he has been advising (laughs) bankers. What an unfortunate name. (laughs) Kindergarten must have sucked for this kid. Well, it's Ugly Fuke. You Billy Ugly Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, are you Shron? (laughs) My name is Shron Ugly Fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I was gonna call you actually. I think little fucker, but I think Shron is the past tense of um, what they do of the the action that's used during circumcision. <laughs> it's the past tense of Shorn, Shorn even though Shorn is Shron. past tense. It's the it's the it's the future past tense. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas a schmear is a putting on of something. A exactly, shron, exactly. A shron is the taking off of something. Yes, like if it yes. falls face down on the floor. <laughs> and you have to bless it or something. Not Jewish. So, uh, oh, yeah. Fuck these guys. Really? Seriously? What the fuck is wrong with them? Is there anybody in the comments who like supports their point of view? <laughs> um... Awesome. No. Every, the one person suggested they all have small dicks. I'm sure they do. Overcompensating motherfuckers. <laughs> I've had a wonderful dishwasher for 30 years. Cost me nine pounds. Half the marriage license fee. And it's still running. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that was written by Maggie. So, Oh, that's nice. See, I'm not a total sexist this week. Ah. <laughs> uh, and anyway, who washes dishes at the restaurants they eat at? Seriously, that's just weird. Can't, he, he should just be able to throw his dishes out and buy new ones every day. I don't know. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, oh, God. They talk about all oh, the 1%. The 99%'s all entitled and shit. And then you read stuff like that. It's like, seriously, dude? You're you're making over a quarter of a million dollars a year and you're going to complain about not having enough money? Why don't you look around? You're in New York. Why don't you look around and see how many people don't have don't one have fucking that. dollar to their name as the root beer if you want some so I don't drink it all. I do, I do. Um and then on Saturday, I know we don't we don't talk about this stuff a lot cuz generally we're assholes when people die. 
But when people die of natural causes, um, I think that's okay, right? If you drop the cap, we have to drink it all. Oh. So <laughs> that's the rule. Uh, Ralph McQuarrie died on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that's a shame. That I was, remember uh, I had this. Um, it was when Empire Strikes Back came out. It was this kind of a portfolio thing with a whole bunch of pictures in it. Um, you know, you open up this thing, and it was probably about this long. And uh, yeah, 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 I had that a dozen pictures. I had a Jedi like one that. too. I have um. Up there, I have a Phantom Menace one. It's not so great, but same idea. It's, yeah. the, it's the concept portfolio yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really cool, and you know, stuff like that that disappears when you move. You know, yeah. twelve times when you're a kid. Yeah, he was very influential. He made Star Wars look how it how it looks. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, it'd be a whole other thing. On the other hand, though, because I don't want to talk about that one, Andrew Breitbart died out of fucking nowhere. Who was that? Um, we've had him on the show before. Name. He is a vitriol-filled hate monger on the uh-huh. right, um, who does did did a lot of shady shit. Like, um, is that that old guy right there? That's Ralph McQuarrie. <laughs> I can't see very well. Oh, okay. Um, his tweet when uh, Ted Kennedy died was "Rest in Chappaquiddick." Oh, yeah, he's an asshole. Like, totally an asshole. This is this is what he. Um, the headline in Rolling Stone was Andrew Breitbart, death of a douche. <laughs> that was written by Matt Taibbi. So that doesn't surprise me. Um, let's see. He got, he really got on top of Anthony Weiner for his whole, uh, for the whole thing. Going, I know. That's funny. So let me read this a little bit here for people that don't know who this guy is. Um, so Andrew Breitbart is dead. Here's what I have to say about that, and I'm sure Breitbart himself would have respected this reaction. Good. Fuck him. I couldn't be happier that he's dead. I say this in the nicest possible way. I actually kind of liked Andrew Breitbart. I did not. Not in the sense that I would have ever wanted to hang out with him or even be caught within 100 yards of him without a hazmat suit on, but I respected the shamelessness. Breitbart didn't do anything by halves, and even his most ardent detractors had to admit that he had a highly developed, if not always funny, sense of humor. For instance, it would be dishonest not to tip a hat to him for the famous scene when he hijacked Anthony Weiner's own self-immolating apology press conference and held up the entire event by standing at the lectern and congratulating himself at length before Weiner could let the humiliating healing begin. <laughs> for that one brief shining moment, still one of the most painful-to-watch YouTube spectacles of all time, Right up there with Mitt Romney's priceless attempt at singing Who Let the Dogs Out with a group of black voters in Florida in 2008, Breitbart could legitimately claim to have the biggest, hairiest balls on earth. <laughs> that just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> me too. Watching Wiener apologize to Breitbart later in that same event was certainly chilling for a number of reasons. If I were Wiener, I wouldn't have apologized to that fucker even under torture. But it was hard not to appreciate the deliciousness of the scene from Breitbart's point of view. Watching Wiener pause, swallow hard, and make the extraordinary decision to plant his lips squarely on the loathsome Breitbart's ass on national television. That was like the ultimate Mona Lisa masterpiece of right-wing media provocations. (laughs) That the outrageous Breitbart was standing right there looking gorgeously gassy in his unbuttoned shirt, bloated Jerry Buttafuku cheeks and splendiferous silver half-mullet. 
made the humiliation of the trim and neatly groomed wiener even more abject. Uh, this is something you might remember here. Furthermore, the Acorn videos made by Breitbart and his two young acolytes, Hannah Giles and James O'Keefe, it's hard not to see the inspired humor behind their elaborate stunt. And anyone who's heard their proposals before Acorn staffers to bring underage girls over the border as part of a white or non-white slaving startup firm and doesn't think the Acorn responses or non-responses, as it were, were shocking, they're deluding themselves. In the Baltimore office, they ran the whole underage hooker den spiel past an Acorn staffer and got the following response. You're going to use three of them. They're going to be under 16. So you is eligible to get child tax credit and additional child tax credit. That's some dumb staffers. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. It goes on here for a little bit. There's an update at the end, though. Um, well done, Breitbart fans. Well done. In less than 24 hours, you've hacked into my wiki page, published my telephone number on Twitter, called the Rolling Stone offices pretending to be outraged advertisers, anonymous ones who hung up before we could figure out which ads to pull, and then spent all night calling and texting my phone with various threats and insults, many of them directed at my family. Nice. Better grow eyes in the back of your head was one. I'm going to... I'm going to take a shit on your mother's grave was another. A third called my wife a piece of shit like you, and many others called me a pile of human excrement. Those last ones to me were the most interesting because the quote is lifted directly from Breitbart's own obituary of Ted Kennedy. (laughs) Which, like me, Breitbart ran just hours after his subject died. So that means the writers of these letters knew that knew that what I did was exactly the same as what Breitbart had done, and yet they still found a way to be unironically outraged on Breitbart's behalf. I thought, these people don't even get their own jokes. <laughs> the really crazy thing is that I was sort of trying to be nice to Breitbart, and that actually was for, for a complete and utter black hole of compassion and humanity. Uh, he was actually kind of nice to him in the parts that we read. Uh, the obit was at least half an homage. Not that I like the guy, but he did have a few attractive qualities, one of which being the fact that he got a kick out of the nasty things people said about him. He even once had a plan to set up a website encouraging anti-Breitbart abuse and was going to let it ride for a while, even spending six figures to hire an Obama PR flack to make an anti-Breitbart poster until finally revealing that he'd sponsored the whole thing. I would have had a little respect for him if he did that. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Would a person like that really expect someone like me to send flowers when he croaked? No way. He'd be insulted if I didn't give him one last kick in the balls on the way out the door. Uh, Breitbart was just... uh, Some of the... I I don't even know where to start. Yeah, He's not worth the time. But some people are like, oh, Obama had him killed. Really? Breitbart doesn't even factor into this shit exactly. as much as as much as people think he does. As much as he thought he did. He was uh forty three excuse me, he was forty three. Wait a minute, I'm forty three. And he just dropped dead. Jesus, that makes me upset. And uh but they're doing a toxicology report now. Great, that'll take six weeks. Yeah. And then nobody'll care. Right. What did we find out about Whitney Houston? Has it been uh 
Has it been long enough? She died. Oh, shit, did she? Yeah. <laughs> that took a second to get through. Yeah. Yeah, they were conspiracies, the insta-theories on Breitbart's death. I have to forget, I'll just read a couple of these, and then we'll uh, we'll do a break and do feedback. All right. Let's see. Um, here's one. Uh, they're all Twitter ones, by the way. He told me recently that he had big dirt on Obama. Many believe it's murder. Oh, that's good. His uh, big dirt is he murdered me. Yeah, yeah. If you watch the threats Breitbart retweeted daily, you would join me in saying his untimely death is suspicious. Poison or other agents. Andrew Breitbart threatens Obama at CPAC with a video, then suddenly dies. This must be investigated as an assassination. Obama, WTF. This is a murder. Breitbart did not die of natural causes. Andrew himself would tell you not to trust Obama, rats, and the media. See, uh, Breitbart's editor actually said claimed that Breitbart was the picture of health. <laughs> you saw a picture of him? Yeah, he looked fine. He, for Homer Simpson? Yeah. Well. <sighs> Breitbart dead at 43. My suspect list includes George Soros and Obama. Yeah, because Obama literally has time to worry about that dude. I don't know. Hey, remember how last week I didn't have enough space on the startup disk? Oh, yeah. What'd you end up I found one folder that had 12 gigs of music in it and deleted it. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. That was a lot. Uh, All right. So let's do a break. Be right back. What was that? I don't know. On the turning away From the pale and downtrodden And the words they say which we won't understand Don't accept that what's happening Is just a case of all the suffering Or you'll find that you're joining in The turning away It's a sin that somehow Light is changing to shadow And casting its shroud over all we have known All the world how the rights have grown If you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. Uh, I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. Going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? I don't know. That's the smell of failure. 
Bell, yours smells like Dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speedstick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's Gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. Hammer Film Productions began in 1934, and after producing almost 200 films and television programs, the studio is still releasing and re-releasing new and classic film titles. 1951 Downplace is the podcast that brings you the story of the great Hammer films, one movie at a time. Here are your hosts describing what Hammer means to them. First is Casey. Hammer means the beautiful and glamorous women of Hammer Horror, the engaging storytelling and amazing period films. Joining him is Derek. Hammer means the incredible work of actors like Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, and even Michael Ripper. The gothic storytelling, the incredible music, and the set pieces. And finally, here's Scott. Hammer? Wasn't that an 80s cop show on ABC with David Raish? (laughs) This boy has a lot to learn. Join our hosts as they make their journey through the Hammer Films catalogue and discuss each film with critical opinion, historical facts, production notes and other information about these classic films. 1951 Downplace can be found in iTunes or their website www.1951downplace.com Wait, that was Sledgehammer. 1951 Downplace, the home of Hammer Films discussion. Did you know that you can listen to Movie Sucktastic all over the internet? In places like iTunes, Podfeed, Podcast Pickle, Podcast Pup, the Zoom Marketplace, and more. And you can listen to us at our very own website at moviesucktastic.com. We want you to be a part of the show, so let us know where you're listening from. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com or call our hotline and leave us a message at 908-514-4470. So come on and be a part of the movement that is Movie Sucktastic. Find out what all the suck is about. week we talked about piracy which yes, is always a good topic for getting feedback yes it is so when you're all set there all right i'll stop doing that all right we <laughs> got a as far you. as i can tell we got no voicemails this week so all right so uh let's see this is from rich 
Uh, uh, Subject, copyright and campaign finance. Nice. Hi, guys. Interesting discussion of copyright. Chris asked for examples of a system that should be in place. There's really no way to determine that. The next YouTube will be it or the next Napster or whatever innovation comes around. The important point is copyright itself is a BS concept. Hmm. It was initially developed in the 18th century to restrict access to the printing presses and to give the crown de facto control over what was printed. In the modern age, that control has passed somewhat from governments to large corporations. I say get rid of it completely. For one, it's not necessary. Do clothing designers not make enough money even though their industry is rife with knockoffs and imitations? How about the furniture industry? How about watchmakers? Do all the fake Rolexes available from street vendors put the real Rolex out of business? No. And all three exam- are examples given in the book Against Intellectual Monopoly. It's a book I'd recommend, and yes, it's available for free on the Internet. You guys rightly point out that the music industry treats its artists like shit. The reason being is copyrighted. I'm sorry, copyright benefited them, not their artists. Mm-hmm. Over the years, the music industry essentially forced <clears throat> purchase of entire albums with only one or two good songs because they held a monopoly called copyright. And that's what it is, a monopoly. Yeah, And as they held the monopoly on the whole market, became more and more slanted toward what they wanted to produce as opposed to what people actually wanted. Uh, note the near disappearance of formerly ubiquitous singles. Eventually, we ended up with artists who could barely carry a tune without a shitload of studio help. Now that the Internet has busted that monopoly to a certain extent, artists have gone back to the more lucrative performance aspect of their industry. And as you noted, some are even abandoning their labels. Yeah. You see that the exact thing happening in books right now, thanks to the Kindle and the Nook and other. Oh yeah, that's true. The big publishing houses used to have the same monopoly as record companies. Now authors are writing their own books, getting them edited, uh, getting them published for next to nothing, experimenting with their own marketing, and more importantly, pricing that gets them a lion's share of the return. There's decentralized reviewing via Amazon and other such sites, and big publishers are going by the wayside. The same thing is also happening in television media and news especially. used to be the big broadcasters had the advantage of government licensing of the airwaves. Then came cable, but you still needed to get distributed. Now streaming services are here, and there are private channels with their own content, some for profit, some not. Copyright is at its base bullshit. People try to equate it with theft um, with one very glaring difference. My use of the information... My use of the information doesn't preclude you from using it. If I steal your car, you can't drive it anymore. Only I can. My use precludes yours. If I have a reproduction of your car, is that theft? If you spent years rebuilding yours and I somehow found a near cost-free way to replicate it a la Star Trek replicators, (laughs) does that make it theft? No. You build a chair and I copy it, is that theft? No. If you write a song and I get a copy, does that mean you can't play it or sell it anymore? No. So is that theft? No. The reason intellectual property is treated differently in the Constitution and the law in general is because there's a distinct difference between real property, like your house or car, and information that can be reproduced without precluding its use by others. Copyright was initially a way to restrict access to distribution and remains so. It enriches big companies, not the artists. The artists, like all entrepreneurs, find ways to sell and support themselves. And yes, some of them may have to face the fact that they can't earn a living on doing what they love because they perhaps are not the amazing artists they thought they were. (laughs) I have a zombie novel in my drawer. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. In this modern age, 
I can find out without having to go through a major publisher with all the attendant bullshit. Yeah. As for campaign finance, I think trying to come up with rules to make campaigns better is delusional and misses the point. Campaigns and government aren't dysfunctional. This is how they're supposed to work. Trying to get the money out of politics is like trying to get the sleaze out of porn or the fake shit. Uh, One of the reasons I became a libertarian after being an extreme left winger was because I realized it's not about getting the right people in charge because there are no right people. The government and politics is all about taking money from some people to give it to others. It's the mafia writ large and nothing more. Take the most idealistic people and put them in charge and you'll end up with the same bullshit, different balance. There are really just two classes of people in the world, those who live off the government and those who get fucked by the government. It all boils down to what one of my favorite economists called the cry for security. Protect me from the blacks, from the whites, from the commies, from the fascists, from big business, from unions, from terrorists. The government survives by convincing people the rest of the world wants to exploit and or harm or kill them and then gets paid for its protection, just like the mafia. And just like the mafia, you're much more likely to be victimized by your self-proclaimed protector than any of the supposed threats they drum up and parade in front of you. Who do you think is more of a threat to you? The cop around the corner looking for any reason possible to ticket you or the president of Iran? The president of Iran hasn't killed anyone lately, at least not that I'm aware of, but YouTube is deluged with police brutality videos on a daily basis. True, but, but let's be honest. We're white and in suburbs. That's true. I... I know the cops. Yeah. No, I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. Uh, You can see proof of this in the often surprising origins of so-called progressive politics. Take a guess where the first Social Security program surfaced. Answer in Prussia under Bismarck. Hardly a left winger. But who's responding to the ever-present cry for security? The reality is most people don't want to hurt or even have much to do with other people. It's not that we're enlightened or non-interventionist. We just don't give much of a shit. And even if we did, who has the time? I said that earlier today. Yeah, we've got bills to pay. Yeah. So do Muslims and blacks and whites and Hispanics and terrorists who likely wouldn't <laughs> be terrorists if instead of constantly giving them reason to be pissed at us, we just let them live their lives. Well, over 170 million people died in the last century, and those are the ones who got killed by their own governments. It should at least make you wonder where the real threat in the world lies. Best to you guys as always, Rich. Nice. All right. There's a, there's a bunch of interesting points in there. I had looked into libertarianism for a little bit there. I just I can't get past the um, like well, like the stuff Ron Paul talks about, like dismantling the Department of Education and yeah. and stuff like that. It's like I I like having the toys that my children will invariably put in their mouth regulated, so there's not lead in exactly. Them. And I understand the other side where, you know, it can be intrusive or it can be too much and there's overreach and all that, but there's got to be a balance right. somewhere in between that, that yeah. we get to. Like, like I, I, I like Penn Jillette a lot. I like a lot of the stuff he says, but I watched one episode of their show and I shut it off because his politics were playing into the facts way too much. Right. And he was talking about fast food. And it was just... It got to be too much for me. He didn't talk about the shit that's put into the food. Um, it was more people can't tell the difference between if it's presented nicely. And it really, that episode to me seemed like he was the bullshit yeah. that time. 
because I know his political stance. And there was a lot of talk about regulation and how the industries don't need to be regulated. They don't need people to tell them, you know, how many calories should be in a serving and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, I that's too much. I, I'm yeah. all for you when you talk about how religion is this or that or, you know, self-help or cheerleading or whatever. But this had too much of his own personal stamp on it. And uh, Bill Maher. I love Bill Maher. Fucker shouldn't tell me what to eat. All right. You're a vegetarian? Fucking rock on now. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I've never heard him go on. Sorry. I've it's never heard him it's go on rare. But the veg- I didn't even know he was a vegetarian. But he, he'll talk about food and, like, animals and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't, I'm watching you for politics, not for, yeah. you know, I don't know. Don't tell me what to eat. And I, I don't agree with, with the, um, you know, food industries shouldn't be regulated. If food industries weren't fucking regulated, we'd be eating a lot more rat shit than we ever wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm getting tired, so and I'm getting must, a little I'm cranky. Say the rats must be just like, look, we're not shitting that much over everything. My God. <laughs> There's no one to speak for the rats. Well. Till Romney gets the nomination. Oh, All right. The go. next one is from James the Dork. Okay. Uh, Internet piracy. A slight rant. For the record, I'm not going to say I haven't done it, but I just want to pose the question. Okay. Excuse me. When DVDs came out, did you take your VHS copy to Best Buy and demand a trade in? Well, they they wouldn't take trade, it. Do you try and trade your DVDs for Blu-rays, tapes for CDs? Digital music is nothing but another format. If you own the CD, uh, you are completely within your rights to rip the CD to your computer. However, if you don't own the CD anymore or the CD is broken or scratched to shit – then torrenting it makes you a pirate. Arg. I'm not going to argue that point. I'm not saying you're a horrible person and you do it because I do not really feel that internet piracy is the horrible destructive force the news makes it out to be. I've, I have just come to a place where I get sick of people defending the practice. If you're a pirate, be a pirate. Don't hide behind the mask of justification that you're reclaiming something you rightfully paid for. For my own part, I don't torrent much, if anything, anymore, and I'll tell you why. They've made it easier for me to just consume... The content legally. That's a good point. If a new album comes out um, that I want to check out, I can go to the Android market or iTunes and listen to 90-second clips that are more than enough to let me decide to buy or not. If I want it, I can buy it on my phone and listen to it instantly if I want to stream it. Uh, For movies, it's not quite as easy, but it's pretty close. For stuff I really want to see right now, I just bite the bullet and go to the theaters. If it's not in the theaters around me and also not on DVD, I can usually find it on Vudu or some other video-on-demand service. Once it's on DVD, I've got Redbox, Blockbuster Express, and Netflix, plus any number of streaming and online rental services at my disposal. I've switched to digital for my comics and books as well, again, because it's just super convenient. The only time I resort to torrents is when I have absolutely no other option, which is older, weird movies that were barely available on VHS, much less DVD or Blu-ray. Other than that... I'm of the opinion that we have more than enough reasonable avenues available if you are actually willing to and able to pay for your entertainment. Again, let me restate that I don't think less of folks that choose to just steal everything. That's your choice. <laughs> just don't pretend that you're doing it for any reason beyond the fact that you're a pirate who doesn't want to pay for things. We have no right or privilege to music, movies, books, or whatever. Media costs money to produce, and the fact that if everyone decided to uh, today that they should just stop paying for the entertainment they enjoy, that entertainment is going to cease to exist. 
I realize the last uh, bit sounds like I'm preaching and I apologize, <laughs> but the only time I get annoyed about this is if people act like they aren't doing something bad. As long as you acknowledge what you're doing is wrong and you own it, we're good and I have no problem with it. I believe there will always be enough people out there willing to reward content makers for the entertainment they've given us to offset the ones who aren't. That's a good counterpoint. It is. The whole copyright thing before. Yes. I um, was I was thinking about because I read his because anything that starts with the word rant yeah, I will I will read just so I can I can know whether or not I'm going to get yelled at on the show or not. <laughs> um, I don't think I ever denied that you know I know it's wrong, but the thing is this is it's just this piracy it's it's just a new form of what we used to do. We yeah. used to uh, you know a couple of blank tapes you know y'all pitch in or. One person gets the album or the the cassette for Christmas, and you all get copies of it. Yeah. So it's it was peer to peer at that point. VHS tape shit right off HBO. Yeah. So piracy's been around for a very long yeah. time. And I'll admit, I'll do it for stuff that you know what I missed in the theater, and I know I'm not going to buy the DVD. Yep. But I buy plenty of stuff. Okay, and I certainly buy. I think my buy to steal ratio is probably a good. 80-20. Hmm. Okay. Mine probably is a little lower, I'll admit. What do you mean? No, it's not 80-20. <laughs> maybe maybe 70-30. Yeah. Maybe. But like I will I will for instance, I will torrent episodes of Clone Wars. And then I buy them when they come out. Yeah. Um I watch them when they're on. So if there's any way for them to track ratings, I'm watching right. it. Um, Parks and Recreation, Big Bang Theory, Modern Family. I buy those sets. Well, you know what it is? Stuff so. like that. Stuff like that. Um, I subscribe to, I have Netflix, I have right, Google Plus. Right. So I'm paying for most of the content. I could very easily. That's true. That's and true. And even yeah. like Archer, which was a big one that I would quite, I'll, I'll tell right. you the first two seasons I torrented and took for my own. But now it's like, oh, yeah. They're on demand. I can get them on demand. Right, they're right. on Netflix now, I aren't they? I can not, but just through my cable. I can, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on demand, so great. I can keep up that way. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'd you know what maybe yeah I'd, I'd still stick with eighty twenty. You know, now that I think about what I actually do download and then buy later, yeah. It might be it might be around what yours is at. Like even like it's funny because I've been watching Lost. I've been sort of jumping ahead of where Olivia and I are, um, and I'm past because I bought digitally the first season. I okay. have this the I have more seasons on DVD, right? And I could very easily rip them and put them on my computer and and all that kind of stuff. Okay, but they're also available on Hulu, so I've been watching them that way. Uh yeah. yeah. So and I'm kind of hoping that by the time. Um, Oh, I can now watch Hulu Plus through the Wii. Oh, oh so okay. Now okay. I can I I can start doing that. So you know what? Um, I've been torrenting less and less. So who knows? In a few months, I may be even better off than eighty twenty. See, I think what happens for for some people is that um, you you get a, a nice computer that can run the stuff that you want, and you can download fast and. You're like, oh, I can do all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. After a while, it's like, ah, what I am. Yeah. It's like, oh, do I have the 
time to or the space. Yeah, that that's another thing. It's it it, it yeah. really does come to a, a point where it's capacity. I've got yeah. like three and a half terabytes of external drives, hmm. and between all the video editing that I do of just my stuff, yeah, you know, um, it's like, oh, do I, you know, I'll go through the extra effort to find something on demand, right, right. So. And I know every time I every time I would theoretically sit down to do that, I know that there's a chance I can get caught. I know it's wrong. Pirates aren't good guys. Although I do pretend I'm Davy Jones when I'm doing it. Oh yeah, um, R.I.P. Davy Jones. Oh yeah, huh? You know it was re- really interesting. I um, when Whitney died at the my mystery cafe show, I didn't. Play she anything. died at your mystery cafe show. Yeah, well, holy shit! You have um, bathtubs? Not the only one. So, um, we're but, soon to die. But the other night, after at the end of the show, yeah, as like we want people to leave. Um, but I started playing Daydream Believer. Yeah, I'd say ninety percent of the crowd like sort of stayed and as they like singing uh, as they're going out. It was kind of neat. Everybody, I remember growing up. I, I watched I, the monkeys. I, I watched awesome. it, but it was still like, oh, they're a joke band. Not really. They're pretty that, good. That's, right. That shit was they're not totally manufactured. But they yeah, did but their own so thing. what? Yeah, but they 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 could play their own instruments. Yeah, you know that shit was not yeah. easy to play. Yeah, no, and they were they were good. They were fun. They were they were. It was like it was like. Um, who am I thinking of? Yeah, the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stones, and the Beatles. It was kind of like. They were the third, you know. They were the Rolling Stones were rock, the Beatles were pop, and they were like yeah, bubblegum. Like yeah, exactly. The and, idiot little brothers. Yeah, but like the one, the idiot brother you want to hang around with. Yeah, because it's kind of cool. Yeah, they were funny. Oh, we got one more note. Wait, I think I have a voicemail here. I I, I oh, checked. Right. I don't know if we played this last week, so let's see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that definitely that, that is definitely pertinent to our show. Thank you, caller. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> All right. This email is from uh, James the Doodoo Head. Um, subject: Funny things I got in trouble for in kindergarten when the class was asked for a word that starts with D. Hey, you reason- know what I just realized? What? I played the voicemail and nobody could hear it. Really? That's hilarious. <laughs> Let's do that again. All right, here we go. Quick impression for you. Stop raping people. Stop raping people. Stop raping people. <laughs> wow. I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to edit oh, yeah, that totally. at all. I think that's awesome. Did we play any other audio yet? No. No? Okay. No. All right, I'm going to uh, do this. Idiot. In kindergarten, when the class was asked for a word that starts with D, I raised my hand immediately and offered up doo-doo, or however you'd spell the little kid word for shit. Um, I was summarily told to stand in the corner for however long. I stood in the corner a lot the first few years of school. It always seemed like a really dumb punishment. Yeah. I've had to do that before. What does it teach you? Nothing. Nothing. You know what it teaches you? It teaches you the farts are funny. Yeah. Because uh, you could do that standing in the corner. Well, farts are funny. <laughs> well, they definitely are. All right. We got this. 
there's a bizarre trend that is growing among teens that may be inspired by all the popularity or by the popularity of all the vampire movies, TV shows, and books. The forbidden love story of Bella and Edward of Twilight is sending many oh. teens into a biting frenzy. Teen biting, sometimes to draw blood, is a secretive but growing trend steadily picking up steam. Doctors caution that breaking the skin can lead to serious illnesses. For the same reason we never thought that, that becoming blood brothers or blood sisters was a big deal. It was just another one of these rites of passages years ago. We learn more every day and recognize there's some things that we just shouldn't do. Doctors say teens need to be concerned about the biting trend. They could be infected with hepatitis, syphilis, and HIV. Doctors say up to 15% of bites can become infected. I've tasted Frank's blood on quite a few occasions. And look at that. It comes right back to bite us in the ass. Most things do. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Chris and Frank. Well, here we are in a legit last rites segment during the actual show, like it's supposed to be. Well, the last two weeks just weren't the same, you know? I mean, and it might sound a little bit odd, but, you know, having you guys together to listen to my segment on the show really matters to me. Anally uh, raping the 13 year old. That matters to yeah. me. <laughs> Good to be back to normal again. You know, because. To the three of us, this is normal, isn't it? You know what I was talking about, right? He was talking about an orgy. <laughs> isn't that obvious to everybody else? Actually, no. If for once in my life I, I wasn't talking about an orgy, um, I would think you guys would be smart enough to figure out what I'm talking about by now. I mean, I at least talked to some of the listeners, and they definitely know what I'm talking about. We have dumb people that listen to the show, so I can say this. Fucking dummies. What's wrong with people? Why are people so dumb? I don't know. Come on, Chris. Don't don't talk about the listeners like that. These are your potential voting public here. They need a strong speaker. They need a man who will listen. They need a leader. They need a jizz mopper. Ah, Chris. That's not what people really need. I don't least. understand why other people can't get behind that shit. Who knows? You should be a little bit more like Frank and, and offer to hang out with the other candidates and be their best friend. I mean, that's basically an exact quote from something Frank said. Sorry, that's probably the gayest thing I've ever said. No, probably not. I don't know. It's, it's just if, if you're not going to do things the right way, I, I just don't know how you think you're going to ever beat any of those other potential presidential candidates. You know, you got to get up, get your gun, find the fucker, and slowly kill him over the course exactly. of Exactly. I don't know if threatening violence and a slow death is really going to get you anywhere with the voters. I think I think that's brilliant. That's That, that fills um, an area that has never been there before. Yeah, that's a neat I idea. I like that. I like that a lot. You know what, you guys? Do what you want. Maybe you should just watch that press conference footage a few more times that I sent you for my last speech. That's how you do it, guys. You show people that not only are you the best candidate, but you also have the best-looking penis as well. Plus, it was long. It was a lot longer than anything they'd seen before by, by a good six inches. Now you're starting to get it. Well, that's it for me this week. Peace and love, guys. Maybe like, look, just stop being a faggot and just suck, suck that, that guy's, guy's dick. dick. <laughs>
It's just so funny. Well, maybe we should not have said that at the same time. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to have oh, you back, and everything is normal, and everything is the way it should be <sighs> again. Yeah. Hey, this show's going to come in under two and a half hours. All right. That's how tired I am. You know what will end up happening? We'll we'll touch on a topic and be like, now we'll go off for another. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, no we're, uh, done. we're done. Goodbye. You know, Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. And um, 206-339-5808. Yeah, is that what sure. it is? There was something I wanted to talk about at the end here, yeah, and I forgot what it was. We'll say, okay, you know, just to make sure it's us, just leave a bomb threat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, my birthday's coming up less than a month. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yep. 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 This is the only time in my life I will be ten times older than my girls. This is true. Yeah, math is weird. Yes, it is. Is the big, the big. The no, I don't really care. It doesn't bother yeah. me. You're you good. Know? Yeah, I'm fine. I hated forty. Yeah. Yeah. How come? I don't know. I don't feel it. That's the weird thing. It's like I have gray hair on the sides, like all you know, yeah. fucking Fantastic Four gray hair going on on the sides and shit. But aside from having probably asthma or emphysema from smoking, I don't feel that bad. I don't feel that old. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I do. Sometimes mm. I, I feel like I should feel older. Or Yeah. I'm, I'll get weird pains every now and then. Like, why does my heel hurt? I didn't do anything to weird? my foot. Fucked up. Yeah, it's just shitty now. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> fucking Louis C.K. Okay, thing. I All right, know. no, that's, yeah, that's what you do. That's, Take that's aspirin. It it's just shitty now <laughs> that's totally fucking true <laughs> anyway uh i have two doctor's appointments coming up so that'll be fun one's for the thyroid so that is, that's just normal yeah. i don't know anyway anyway there was something i wanted to i forget i, forget. I always fucking forget right. anyway that's it i think we're done before week, we folks. just ramble off into See you nothing next week all right Get bye closer to spring yeah, hey, our daylight savings is in like a couple of days. Is it Sunday the eleventh? You know what? We were talking about that the other day, and, I <laughs> and said, here we go. <laughs> I said because um, the kids mentioned it. And I yeah. said, didn't we do that already? Didn't we already? And Lily looked at me. She does this all the time. She looks at me again, like I'm the biggest fucking idiot in the world, and just goes, yeah. "No." <laughs> like this mixture of just irritation and, and disappointment and pity and disappointment <laughs> just like why are you in charge yep why do yep. you have any responsibility whatsoever if i could reach the fucking freezer i wouldn't need you <laughs> that's uh, so true all right speaking of, of incompetent and like who needs you on this uh last week's clone wars they had dengar Guess who did his voice? Who? Simon Pegg. Really? Yeah. So I said I said to my wife, I'm like, hey, this is going to be a nice bittersweet episode of Clone Wars for you. She said, why? I said, well, one of your favorite comedy guys, actors, is going to do a voice on the show. Simon Pegg, he's going to, you know. She's like, oh, that's good. I'm like, yeah. Guess who he is? 
And she says, I, I have no idea. I said, somebody you don't like. And she guessed one like yeah. random alien from the canteen. I said, no, you like him less than that. And she went, oh, Dengar. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> mother goes to I'll bet. I said, so that's going to be a tough episode for you to watch, huh? Because, you know. <laughs> but he gave him a little bit of a Scottish accent, and they actually did something with him, and he was all right. I like Darth that. Maul back, Cole, and I actually this week. behind him. This week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we have open mic. What are you doing to Mike? Opening. Oh, fair enough. All right, so I think we should just end it here. All right. Bye. Park on your face. True, when you were born, the doctor turned around and slapped your mother. If I had a dog with a face like yours, I'd shave his ass and teach him to walk back. What'd you say? I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog faced buffoon. You pompous, stuck up, snot nosed, English giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck faced, dickhead, asshole. You stuck up, half witted, scruffy looking. Nerf herder! You clinking, clanking, clattering collection of collisionous junk! You shit-kicking, stinky horseman horse smelling motherfucker, you! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! How are thou? Thou globby bottle of cheap, stinking chip oil! You eunuch jelly, thou! No business born insecure junkyard motherfucker! You're a fucking secretary. Fuck you! 
Yeah, that's my message to you. Fuck you and kiss my ass. You're an emotional fucking cripple. Your soul is dog shit. Every single fucking thing about you is ugly. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid. You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you, jerk-off. You're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Now you have some more cunt kids. It looks to me like the best part of you ran down to crack your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. You're just the afterbirth, Eli. No. To slithered out on your mother's filth. No. They should have put you in a glass jar on a mantelpiece. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. You despise me, don't you? Well, if I gave you any thought, I probably would. Rum wouldn't piss on your gums if your teeth were on fire. There's a name for you, ladies, but it isn't used in high society, outside of a kennel. You're one ugly motherfucker. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. No, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rap. Gnaw that thing off your face. I go with you, but... I know, there's a problem with your face. You're incapable of running this shit. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. It's unbelievable. Who put the fucking cameras in this place? Oh, who the fuck are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. Maybe you don't remember me. My name is Maybe Benny I don't give a shit. Maybe I don't remember the last time I blew my nose either. Allow me to pop a jaunty little bonnet on your purview and ram out of the shitter with a lubricated horse cock. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! <laughs> this is your last chance. What do you say, kid? Why don't you go home and fuck your mother some more? Tell me about it. Like I'm gonna put a bullet hole in your fucking forehead and I'm gonna fuck the brain hole. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove. But I can't see the stove. Come here, honey. Hey, loosen up, will you? You're a lot of woman, you know that? Hey, you wanna make $14 the hard way? Why don't you try the airlines? It's a lot faster and you get a free meal. If I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the john and watch you take a leak. How would you like to suck my balls? <laughs> What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... <clears throat> How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garcia? Trying to earn money for college. Your mom goes to college. Last week, Janice. What's it made of? Your mom's chest hair. Any questions? Yeah, I got a question. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. You should clone yourself. Why's that? So you can go fuck yourself. I teabag your fucking drum set! Oh you two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. You climb obstacles like old people fuck! You know that private pile! I crap bigger than you. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch! Hey, laser lips! Your mama was a snowblower! You listening? Your mother sucks fucking big fucking elephant dicks. You got that? You know what happens if you do another turn in the joint? 
Fuck your father in the shower and then have a snack. You gonna charge me, dickhead? Boy, fuck face. Fuck face. I like that one, Al. I'll have to remember that one next time I'm climbing off your mum. Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? Hey, will you stop with the wife shit? Ask me how fat she is. How fat is she? She's so fat I had to roll her in a flower and look for the wet spot. You want to fuck her, you got to slap with thigh and ride the wave in. The power grid was shut off by dickless here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Puss liquor. Fart smeller. You eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You play ball like a girl. People are talking metaphors ought to shampoo my crotch. Never seen so many backwards-ass country fucks in my life. It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! You stupid fucking cunt. You, Williamson, I'm talking to you, shit. Where did you learn your trade, you stupid fucking cunt, you idiot? Don't call me stupid. Right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! Tommy, if I was gonna break your balls, I'd tell you to go home and get your shine box. <laughs> now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, rainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is! Today I need a friend like you. I'll just have myself a little squat and shit one out. I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Listen, you snot those little shit! I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face! I don't give a tumpany fuck about your moral conundrum, you meat-headed shit sack. Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy? Or are you gonna bite? That's what I thought. You're a gutless turd. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. Holy hell, son, you're about as useful as a cock-flavored lollipop. You're such a fuck-ass. What? Did you just call me a fuck-ass? You can go suck a fuck. Hey, Frank, you a piece of shit. Uh, Tony, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. What rose son you are? You're the son of a thousand fathers, all bastards like you. You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubble, fucking hoity toity, hey buddy, fucking. Hey. Up with curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. Fuck you, fuckball. Shut that cunt's mouth or I'll come over there and fuck start her head. You cock juggling thunder cunt. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. You insignificant little fuck. Stick your cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. Shit eating son of a bitch. Bastard, douchebag, twat. Boy, I wouldn't give a squirt of piss for your ass right now. For me, you're somewhere between a cockroach and that white stuff that accumulates at the corner of your mouth when you're really thirsty. You're part eggplant. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Hey, hey, hey. You're a cantaloupe. You're a real boring fuck. Sorry. So I know that you disapprove of swearing. So I'll sort that. You are a boring F star star cunt. In your gender direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. And furthermore, you can all go fuck yourselves. What shall I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's all you get, jerks.